This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Paul Bunyan. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order to release. This week, um, Cats. As we watch spine 419 in the Criterion Collection, Agnes Varda's La Pointe Court from 1954. From the four by Agnes Varda box set. Oh, wow. But first, oh, wow. Oh, wow. RJ, it's here. The day is here. I Which mean, people, people would have to go back, way back probably, to see where you were like, oh, there's a Varda box set. There's another one, too. Mm. Big big boy. But this is one where um, half of its movies we already talked about years ago. Is it? Yeah. Which ones? Oh, was it Cleo from 5 to 7? And Oh, yeah. And, uh, Vagabond. They're, they're oh, in the box yeah, set. Incredible. I mean, we could have done what we did with um, the uh, Antoine Donnell box set where we did rewatch 400 Blows. But you know you know why we're not doing that today, RJ? Why is that? Because we hate women, according to Oliver Granger. Well, at least one of the hosts that I'm looking at potentially could yeah. potentially fall into that potentially. Yeah. Me, myself, no, not I. No way. Not me. Yeah. Not I. <laughs> so somebody else, maybe. Okay. Not me, though. Yeah. Uh, lots of, not lots I. Of, lots of takes over on Discord. Uh, what's Discord? Fastest growing social media platform in the world today. Is it? And you, you, you misogynist. You could be on it as well. Is that RJ. what we're promoting? Is uh, that the clientele yeah. we're looking for? I th- I think so. I think okay, that's good. I, you know what? Like you know, I'm I'm on Facebook. I I see things Are online. I, I'm on Twitter. I see things, and I go, you know what? I I see the direction. Uh, I think it's time we really start harnessing it. I think we start harnessing hate, RJ. We we joined the hate. hate. Yeah, we we yeah harnessing it. Yeah, embrace oh, the hate. Yeah, that's what that seems to be really in these days. Interesting. Um, I, I get yeah. You know, it seems like uh, a lot of bad people. They really like that Invincible cartoon. Uh, and they, uh, they they take away a lot of bad things. Apparently, they they think what Omni Man. First, <laughs> like he's a good guy. <laughs> he's the hero. Do you so think he like, is in fact like, a good guy? I don't know. It's been a long time since I read those comics. I haven't watched the show. I'm, I'm assuming it's just like the comics. Uh, but this is like the Rorschach thing in Watchmen, mm. where people go, "Rorschach's the hero." Now I've not read that book, but I doubt you, it's five stars. You never read movie. Watchmen. Uh, no, Watchmen I have, um, Invincible or whatever. But I also, based on what I've seen on the internet, I feel like the uh, that guy is not supposed to be the... Um... It's like Homelander from The Boys, where now yes. he's, the, he's the hero of uh, bad people who are harnessing the hate. The hero Maybe, of bad and, people. And, 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 prob- and probably on their own discords, too. Mm, yeah. What's Discord? Fastest growing social media platform in the world today. And you oh. could be on it, folks. 
Oh, Patreon.com okay. Criterion Creeps. $1 minimum. Get you in there. You'll get to see all, all kinds of crap. Is that good? <laughs> yeah, you can see, like, you know, uh, ephemera of, like, news sites and their nonsensical headlines that are, like, who gives a shit? What does ephemera mean? Fleeting. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. It's good to <laughs> it's know. Like, yeah, it's just like, whew, it's gone. But RJ is often the one capturing these things. It's uh, it's like carbon capture, RJ. You're just like you're 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 not letting the opportunity slide by and be like, better screenshot this piece of shit and share it with the audience because you know what? That's what people are here for. Well, all five, all five of them. I guarantee that all of these people who are into film preservation, film. such as the Criterion Collection. I guarantee those people are big into um, the preservation Duncan, of Duncan hate. on the the the, uh, the closet. On the what? Duncan on the Criterion closet. That's a wild way to put that. Wild, <laughs> wild. No. Yeah. Have you ever dunked on the closet? I have not. No. Um, not not yet. Okay. I. Yeah, and if you were to dunk on the closet, well, it's it's unfortunate that neither one of us is uh, important enough, even though we've been doing this podcast this this whole time. What to get uh, invited to the yeah. closet? <laughs> we're we're non entities. The old criterion. I can't imagine why. Why do you think? Why well, do you think they they've never reached out? I definitely know <laughs> that. Um... Is, it, is it is it is it the woman hate RJ? Is no. it that we didn't like the new Evil Dead rises? Is it, is that, we is that we it? didn't like that. I thought we were huge into that thing. Huge. Huge. Yeah, huge. Uh, no, well, I don't know. I know Josh Frazier is in that world, so I, I have a really... I have a real big, strong feeling that he's going to put a word in for us. You know what I mean? What, with Criterion? Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Why wouldn't he? Oh. You know what I mean? Why... Why, why wouldn't he? No cop. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, um, farts and stuff. That's what this podcast is about, right? Yeah, usually. Have you ever dropped a mad fart that you're just kind of like, uh-oh, I need to move out of this city? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever done one of those? I'm just trying to lighten the mood, you know? People need, uh, sometimes people need yeah. to escape from reality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what kind of Joker-based entertainment have you indulged in this week, RJ? Uh, well, I did see a posting about Jake Gyllenhaal today that uh, people were saying, a lot of people were saying, this isn't even for a Joker movie. So uh, he's getting into some heat. Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh man. Some some big heat, I can say. I guess his uh, his behavior was erratic. Really? That's all I can say. Damn. That's all I'm at liberty to say. Um, damn, I'm, let's see here. Oh, report. Suddenly, Jake Gyllenhaal's indie film fell apart after alleged erratic behavior. See? That's, uh, that's all I can... That's all I'm at liberty to say, I guess. What, well, I mean, my big source here. We've got CBR. We've got World of Real. Report. Jake Gyllenhaal destroyed $30 million film with strange erratic behavior. Do you think that was intentional? Like, he thought that film was ass, so he uh, he intentionally did weird stuff? Although, Suddenly was Avengers. This movie's called Suddenly. 
Although suddenly it was eventually shot in French with French actors. It was originally supposed to be shot in 2021 in English with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, that's good. And then there's something about Jake Gyllenhaal takes an ice bath in Roadhouse behind the scenes photos. Holy hell, that's Are disgusting. We... Do you have a link? <laughs> I can, Potentially? I can, this is from people.com. There's, a, there's an above photo shot of him in an, a, an ice bath. The people? The actor plays a former UFC fighter who takes a job as a bar bouncer in Roadhouse. So I guess Ronda Rousey uh, isn't going to be in that film. I actually, I now I could be wrong, but I feel like they actually shot that movie. And I think it was like, it was so bad that I think they canned it. Now I could be wrong, but I as also, you often are. I also could be right. Do you know what I mean? Hey, Fox News says Patrick Swayze fans slam Roadhouse reboot. What fans? <laughs> Patrick Swayze fans? What fans? There's no fans left. Sure, they all is. went with him. Oh, that's that's dark. Well, you you got me here to tell it like it is, and I'm telling it like it is. All right. Damn. Damn. Okay. So let's just say. I've heard some things about what happened when Swayze left. Don't even get me started on Val Kilmer. Don't even get me started. Why? What happened to Val Kilmer, RJ? You'll hear about it real soon. He's having a good time. He's filming those uh, Top Gun movies. Top Gun. I see a headline. Top Gun 3 is coming. Will Iceman Val Kilmer be brought back somehow? No, he dies. <laughs> I don't want to like spoil things for you guys, but he dies. Val Kilmer was paid at least $2,000 per second for his scene in Top Gun Maverick. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could probably use the money. He's got a lot of health bills. You could use the money. I could. Yeah, I would, be, I would do it for half of... The- the cost yeah one thousand dollars per second please yeah well think of how much they could save though is that not an incredible deal that's not too bad yeah i don't know i feel like i got a lot to offer and nobody's really tapping into the potential that i have um to offer to a lot of these uh these industries uh a lot of insider. Well, I mean, have you been tapped recently for any uh, roles? Like, what's what's your going rate? Uh, my going rate. Any, is, any anything worth discussing? Yeah, I would say whatever they were going to spend on it, like whoever they were going to spend for that money, I will do it for half. Okay, standing offer. Put it out there. That is my rate. Uh, that that'll be your OnlyFans. Uh, uh yeah, we'll, you we'll could. call it half rate and be like whatever someone's willing to do. You'll do it for half the price. I'll do it for half. Yeah. Cap, I think anything, that's... M- anything. I think that's more than fair. Cap. Like, honestly. Is that not more than fair? Yeah. In my mind, it is. I'll tell you that much. What were you talking about? I don't know. I was asking about the Joker. Oh, yeah. The Joker. Uh, which Joker do you most identify with? Uh, the Maniac? Oh, which one's the Maniac? I don't know. <laughs> The one on the left? Yeah, the one on the left. Stupid. Yeah. You, you stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah, classic. The maniac. The maniac. That's all absolutely classic. 
Good. See, all these inside jokes all available to you folks on Discord. What's Discord? Fastest growing social media platform in the world today. And you can be on it. Or just media platform. I'm going to say social. It's pretty, it's very social. Very sociable. Yeah, I was just trying to help you out, pal. I didn't want you to embarrass yourself again like last time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was really... uh, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, that was a hard that was a hard one on you. Not too bad. Not too bad. Hey RJ. Yeah. Driving home from work. Have that yeah. window rolled down. It's window so rolled down. Fucking nice outside. Were you Warm. having smoke? Seventeen degrees outside. Seventeen? Yeah. You're that's out of a, your fucking mind. That's like that's like a fifty seven degree change from three weeks ago. Three weeks. Hey, that's nothing, man. Al Gore said it would be a lot worse, so well I, I say bring him on. Well, hey, I don't know what Open you're planning up. on. I'm not sure what you're planning on drinking out of the taps uh, this summer, but uh, it's not going to be water. You think I drink water? 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 You think I drink water even when it is freely available? Really? Let me tell you, man. Soda pop. There's water in there. Half of a Pepsi is uh, That's right. water. Yeah, exactly. You see, huh. problem solved. There's yeah. There's nothing wrong with what that. about what know. about sh- what about showering? What are you going to do? So people are aware Creep, Creepsville is, uh, we're, we're tapped, we're running, we've run out of water. Um, it's, yeah. uh, and it's not still gr- winter. It's, it's, it's winter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't snow anymore. Mm-hmm. We're, we're fucked. Yeah. No, well, no I mean, garden, the... no garden, RJ. Let that backyard die. Yeah. Are you going to get into some Xeriscaping? Uh, I'm definitely not doing whatever you just mentioned, but uh, get some my, my... get some clover. Get some clover for the front yard. Oh yeah, I don't mind clover. Um, I don't mind clover fields. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, clover my fields. Wa- clover fields. My wife. Uh, she um, she said that Creepsville put out this thing that was like a survey, and it was like, would you be willing to conserve water if there was an incentive to do that? And I was I was like, that's the worst fucking idea. Don't like, don't try to bribe people to do this. Just tell people. Like, if we were that hard off for water, just say, no, we're on water. Well, okay. So I actually saw, because someone uh, with uh, value similar to yours, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, they, they also had some umbrage with it. But then uh, the, the person, the, one of the city councilors were like, well, obviously we could just do that, but we just mm-hmm. want to see what the, the public perception is about incentivizing uh, people not using their water and enough people push back which could come through in the survey then they won't mm-hmm. pursue that because they can just say yeah no, no water for you they could do that they don't need a survey they could just do it but they're just they're testing the waters they're uh, consulting the community i'll tell you what to me like, get all the cranks out there to get their anger out in survey it's, form it uh it, sh- it showcases weakness weak government they need to see? seize control See, folks, come join us on the Discord. Seize control of the railroads. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Yes, RJ. Take take, take it back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I watched a Kevin James stand-up this week, so I, I've uh, my ideals have really been skewed based on uh, what they normally are. On what Kevin James said? Oh, yeah. I can, I can talk about it now, or I can talk about it in uh, <laughs> Creepin'. Well, I mean... Uh, I mean, why, okay. why not? Why not? Okay, now? So you, you know, we, we haven't eaten. We, we, uh, do I? The King of Queens. Oh, that guy, the guy in the the pictures now, who looks He's like in big, all the Adam who Sandler looks like movies. who looks like Big Show now. 
He does look like Big Show. Um, so he's Ir- in... Irregardless is the name of the special. Oh, Ir- yes. Irregardless. This was a shocking blow to uh, my um, my opinion of this man. Uh, so he's in he was in King of Queens and he was like he was always known for and he's in all the Adam Sandler movies and he always plays like a sweetheart. He's just like a big like sweet man always. And you're like, that's nice. That's cute. And I've seen this guy for like 20 years playing that role. And in this stand up, he just gets up there and he just starts like he's just complaining about a bunch of stuff and he's just like in the old days we used to get the strap he's like we got the belt and he's like guess what people never fucked around anymore once you got the belt and you're just like what and then he was talking about how he banned video games from his kids because uh he doesn't believe in video games and i was like that's a weird stance and he was talking about like how mad he got watching his son play video games and you're like uh you're like, okay. And then he goes into a thing. He's like, I don't trust doctors. And then you go, uh-oh. And uh, he's like, he's like, how many times have you seen them pull out the breathing tube and then the person wakes up? And he's like, he's like, see, you can't trust them. And it's just like, uh, that's also not how that works. Was the audience laughing? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, there were a couple jokes that did not have uh, big laughs. but uh, he's, he's chasing that dollar, RJ. He's chasing something, all right. Yeah, he's chasing the moment. Yeah, but I was, uh, yeah, I was just like, man, he isn't the sweet guy that I thought he was. He definitely voted for Trump, absolutely, and I think he still would. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this guy, uh, he's got that lock him up you know mentality. Kevin James has got money. He, he doesn't want the government to get any of it. Yeah, yeah, but he think he, I think he's one of those guys who thinks that, uh, uh those government guys are standing up for him. He said, these guys are the only ones that are trying to give us back our freedom. I don't know. Anytime you see an old dude continually say back in the old, uh, back in the day. And then you go, Oh, oh." no, he's got that. I mean, I'm just looking at this picture. It's really annoying. This, uh, uh, with the shaved head. I'm like, all right, there, Joe Rogan. He, he does. He looks like, uh, he looks like Joe Rogan. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was very upsetting. Uh, okay. Well, I did yeah. Not like it. Here's the yeah. Usually, you you're all a big fan of the stand-ups. Yeah, I mean, usually they're good. <laughs> well, I see. Oh. Well, some, I see some one stars here. I like Kevin James. Like his show and like his YouTube stuff. This is just a white middle-aged straight man complaining about how life was better in the good old days. Yeah. Uh, and here's another one, one star, an unpleasant old man with a limited vocabulary and a head that looks like a knuckle self mythologizes. Getters out some low impact physical comedy and performs a stirring apologia for child abuse. Yes. <laughs> uh, apologia. That's always good. One Ye- star. Yeah. Sandler's desire to make real movies again has left sp- less space for the Duggan directed <laughs> vacation movies. So Kevin is back defending for himself. I don't know why I punished myself. God will not accept this as a substitute for purgatory's burning fires on the path to heaven. Yeah. Two out of ten stars. Oh, interesting. Uh, half a star. Back in my day. Back in my day. Uh-huh. Back in my day. God, Kevin is such a fucking boomer. Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. if I was 35 years old and bald as hell like him, I would find an ounce of comedy in this comedy special created for middle-aged men that repeat the same stuff over and over and over. My wife mm-hmm. talks too much. Kids this generation are weak. Mm-hmm. My body aches. 
okay, old man, let's take you home. Go make <laughs> Pixels 2 or Paul Blart 3. Pretty sure I've heard every single one of these jokes and quotes from some obscure family member at a barbecue. The mm-hmm. Oculus bit about his son was kind of funny at the very least. Is that true? No, I that was the one that I, I also found um, upsetting because like, so he talks about how he, he banned video games from all his kids. And then uh, his son was like, well, what about Oculus? Because like I can, uh, he's like, they have like workout programs on here, which they do, which it does. Right. And um, Kevin Smith or uh, Kevin James was like, uh, he's like, yeah, we'll get you one. And then he talks about how he's watching his son with the Oculus and he's like sitting in the chair and he's like grabbing stuff up and then like putting it down. And he's talking about how Kevin James is talking about like how mad he's getting he's like i'm fuming he's like i'm furious i'm gonna throw this thing against the wall and you're just like jesus man you're angry mm-hmm. um and his, his the big reveal is that the kid was playing a uh, supermarket simulator where he's like a cashier and uh the joke is that kids don't want to get real jobs they'd rather play simulations of it and you're like all right that's cool <laughs> but i the, the thing i found most distressing was how much uh <laughs> uh how much like anger was coming off of him. It's like, I think he, like, I don't know. He's very pro, um, like, uh, corporal punishment. Well, so planting seeds, planting seeds. Yeah. I don't know. I, if you weren't, if you weren't a King and Queensman, you you might not, uh, might not know. And I watch all the Sandler movies, but he's always depicted as just like this big sweetheart. And then when you see him like this, you're just like, oh, no. Well, he, he's, he's, he's chasing that bread, RJ. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, he's he's going to be like, yeah, I, I, I know, I know the, which way the wind's blowing. I'm going to get on that right now. Yeah. Hey, you know what you could watch him in? Uh, you have Paramount Plus still, right? Yeah. There's a movie on there called Becky about a home invasion. And uh, he's, <laughs> the ba- he's the bad guy in that show. So he, like, home invades, like, a... Uh, like a, a house in the in the woods and it's like a girl and it's him with his like oh. joe rogan appearance and he, oh, he's yeah. the bad guy there he is oh and it's got uh fucking uh joel McHale. oh playing, i didn't know he playing, was in play, there. playing a character named jeff of course yeah you should oh. definitely watch becky mm. and just tell me what it's like mm. you should <laughs> big show kevin james yeah well he wishes he was the big show Paul Bunyan is his name. Anyways, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, and all hey, that. Archie. Art, what else have you been creeping on this week? Well, dude, we, do we have a female? Well, we have an email, but we can read it next week because it's not the first of the month. Okay, maybe I'll actually do some promoting for that next week. Yeah. That'd be cool. Hey, Archie, um, you know what? Last week when uh, Keegan Day uh, wrote in, we uh, mm-hmm. never actually answered the part of his question that was there. What was his uh, question? About, about 4K DVD sort of recommendations. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I'd we, say we don't bother. Complete, yeah, don't bother. There you go. Don't even bother with 4Ks. Just, <laughs> after, uh... after I was like, wait a minute. We just started talking about RG's favorite serial killers. And then it turned into true crime. But we never well, his his request. My favorite, he says. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say don't even bother with 4K. Just uh, honestly, just um, just get the DVD. What paper oh, the man. the pixel quality be Our... pixel quality will Shit. be just right. Holy, we, I just got, we just got a second email. Should we just do it? Should we just Should do, we it do it? I mean, Fucking I have email? I have one movie okay. and like a TV okay. show I can talk we had, about. What we had two. Have? We had, we had two emails, and if we get some emails next week, we'll read them there as well. All right. 
Okay, there. so let's do it. Rock and roll. Dylan. Dylan. RJ reviews. We've never seen him, really. No, we saw him once. Well, we he sent that video a, of him eating that bowl of cereal, a, and and we we spoke with him via the mediated Skype media form. But, but yeah, you've never seen him in flash. Okay, but but can we ever see? We've can we ever see anyone really? Well, Dylan Froome, he writes in, "Hello, creeps." Oh, I have come out of MIA status due to recent RJ activity. Oh, specifically his absolutely thought provoking reviews on Letterboxd. How, which, tell which me, ones? did he manage to craft such beautiful pieces of prose, such as La Poop Crap, Miss oh. Pooley, and Where the Butt Daddies Fart? <laughs> Truly a revelation reading through those excerpts. I feel as though a prophet has come down from the heavens to spread <laughs> eternal wisdom among the Canadian people. It brings a tear to the eye. Hear me, people. If you wish for enlightenment, then follow Barnloaf on Letterboxd. Ah, uh, that's that's high praise. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, I feel like if Sam Loveland was still around, he would have something to say about these reviews as well. Well, I'm I'm, I'm hopeful. Uh, I'm hopeful that maybe 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 in uh, another what, six months, maybe, maybe about six months or so. Yeah, six or seven yeah. months, maybe six or seven months potentially. So there'll be there'll be a rebirth there. Could be, could be. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know where I get all these incredible ideas and. Uh, the intricacy and like you know p- piecing these things together like uh, it's just easy to me like uh i know a lot of people try to do what i do and <laughs> i say try because man they sure can't they sure can't do it but uh yeah i don't know i think it's just like give, like you know god given talent yeah 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 so uh i'm also really um fit and buff if in case anyone was wondering i got uh I got really good physique also. And into poop. Uh, well, no, I'm not into it. It's just... Nah, uh, that's, not calls, it re- that's not what it sounds like to me. Calls it, I calls them like I sees them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, Aside and... poo-based humor. <laughs> sure. Some, some have said. Aside from that, how has it been in the great white north? I'm assembling my long overdue list of favorite films from 2023, which involves a lot of cinematic backtracking. So, as is necessary, I now request both of you give at least one entry I should consider on the list. What were your picks? Maybe a classic Jared pick will emerge. Did Krappenheimer make it? Fart B? See, I'm not nearly as skilled as RJ. I shouldn't even try. Was Fart B? That sounds good. What is that show? <laughs> Barbie? Oh, <laughs> classic! God, I like I like, I like Krappenheimer. Krappenheimer's pretty good. Krappenheimer's uh, hey, uh, good. hey, RJ, about that that the Batman? Yeah, uh, that'll be I'll, my I'll, picture. I'll, I'll, no, no, you're you're taking the Flash. The two, uh, <laughs> the two movies we watched. The two movies we saw together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to take the Flash. Oh, More like the you're the. Taking... F- well, I mean, the Flash had the the uh, had uh, the Batman. It had uh the Batman, and it had another uh the Batman, but it wasn't the the Batman. You know, the Bart, the the, the Bart, said. the. Let's see, so you just want we, movies we, we liked from last year, or movies that actually came out last year? Watch films. Yeah, that's okay. I'm gonna go off of movies that were released in 2023. So, oh, um, 
it's not that hard because <laughs> I don't. You've watch only movies. seen like one uh, of, of actual yeah. real theatrical movies. Uh, not it's a wonderful knife. Salt I really, I mean, I thought overall the Netflix uh, Wes Andersons were good. Yeah, yeah, no. Not Infinity Pool. Not mm. Evil Dead Rise. Uh, mm-hmm. Not Knock at the Cabin. What about Maestro? I guess that means you liked it. No. Uh, oh. Man, did the Batman really come out two years ago? It was two years ago, yeah. Jesus. Okay, then. <laughs> so, it can't, yeah, it can't be the Batman. It can be it the Flash, though. Well, it could, it could always be the Batman. Yeah. It could also be... What about Sound of Freedom? I know you were kind of, like, really pushing that for a while. Yeah. Something really wrong. trying to get, yeah. you know, people... Well, I'm, I'm trying to tap into that market, man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what about the Pope's Exorcist? The Poop's Exorcist, some have is said. That, is, is that 2023? Yes, it is. Well, there yes, you go. That, that could be your pick. Uh, I might have something else, but uh, that could be your <laughs> pick. Sure. That could be my pick, the movie I haven't seen. I got no Jared picks. I got nothing. Well, there's very few 2023 movies that I have seen. There's a bunch I want to see, like Past Lives, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um... That Turtles movie looks good. Um, anyways, uh, what's uh, Air was pretty good with uh, Ben Affleck. But I, why don't why don't I, I'll go with Dungeons and Dragons? How's that sound, Jarrett? Sounds great to me. Godzilla minus one. You and me got to see that shit. Yeah. Still in theater. Still, it's, it's still. still? Little, I think so. I think it's still oh, wow. the little guy. Things uh making hand over yeah. fist. I mean, Oppenheimer's good and Barbie is good too. Like I liked them both, but. I don't know. I wasn't really expecting much with Dungeons and Dragons, and I watched it and I said, "Hey, what a fun movie!" I was like, "That's fun." You know what I mean? It's dumb, and I like it. Kind of thing I'm going for. But anyways. Well, poor. Hey, poor things came to town. Oh, did it? Yep. More like Porthos. Am I right? Oh, Porthos. <laughs> you like cheese? Oh. Man, that is my favorite running joke. Don't give Porthos cheese. Don't give Porthos cheese. And he's like, man, Archer, mm-hmm. fucking war criminal, just give Porthos some cheese already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, he hasn't done the war crimes yet. Oh, you're close, though. Uh, well, you're talk. very, we'll talk. very close. Uh, let's finish off this email. Uh, if you ever want to escape the torture of doing the creep, you could just make each episode one of the short RJ reviews. Just one a week. 10 seconds long. Then you get to move on. Though perhaps that's too easy. Nonetheless, no, no. stay warm, Dylan. You know what? Right now, it's not too tough. It's not too tough to stay warm. Yeah, yeah not too tough at all. Forecast says five centimeters of snow on Saturday, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we need we need it. <laughs> we, we, we need it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's not cold up here, man. Not anymore. No, it was. Oh boy, howdy! Oh, it was sure was. It sure was. Yeah. Sh- sh- should we check in though with the Sugarhead? Uh, like, do you mean reach out to see if he's still around, or is he emailing oh, in? We we got an email. Holy hell! Entitled "Catching Up." Holy hell! Hey creeps! Long time no email. Things yeah. got busy on me, and I hadn't been listening much to the pod. Yeah, that happens. Let- Listened to Days of Heaven and that was cool. And caught up all the way, uh, caught all the way up earlier this week. 
Hoping to be back some chat in the sports discords uh, channel soon. What with the big game coming up. Yeah, that's right. Who you goat, Jarrett? Who do you go? He spelled spelled my name right and everything. Holy. Uh, Who's in it? Uh, In what, the Super Bowl? Was it 49ers and the Chiefs? Is that correct? Yes, it is. Well, uh, according to some. You can take Detroit. Yeah, I could. Um, According to the the grand conspiracy, I I think it's the uh, it's got to be the Chiefs. I Um, saw someone break it down, and the actual amount of screen time that uh, T Swift had was thirty two seconds in one of those games. So it's like people need to fucking relax, you know. Hey, that's a this is Super Bowl baby. Yes, I know million dollars a second for those ads. Do you do you think uh, there's some coordination going on? I heard she's a CIA operative. That's what the MAGA guys oh, are saying. Oh, shit. It's a PSYOP. Yeah, or is it's it, a PSYOP she, thing. Yeah. <laughs> she's a she's an asset. That's what they're saying. That's why she's traveling around to these Jake. different cities for the games and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what a lot of them are saying, man. A lot of people talking about it. A, a lot of people. A lot of people talking about it. Well, that's, that's the market we're looking for. So uh, what, what, what's your spin on it? What's What's going on? What's the real deal? What's the I don't, I don't think it's anything. I think people really like Taylor Swift, and she's at the games, and they show her sometimes. Like, I think yeah, no, 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 no. Hey, relax. Shut up. Quit, quit being reasonable. You be, be, be absurd. I think that's, she, she's that's what sells. People she's want. She's definitely people. the KG beast. Is that what you want to hear? Yes, exactly. She, she is the KG beast. Is this, this is this is Putin. Uh well, I mean, everyone is Putin if you if you really look at it. Yeah. You know what I mean. Some more but, than others. Uh, do you remember when KG Beast's um, outfit was like hardcore, like BDSM, like leather stuff? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's so she's that's her. That's her. Okay. Yeah. 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 Scooped, scooped right here. In in consideration with the saucer people, and then uh, other things. Whoa! What is this now? Also, the sugarhead. Listen to other podcasts. He says, I, too, was podcast. surprised that other podcasts exist. Okay, good. Good the acknowledgement. Among these, I had a chance to listen to a friend of the show, Double A Lang, on a little show called True Anon, talking about his cool new book, which I'm about to order, even though I'm not even from Cleveland. Look at that. Is that anything like Q Anon? True Anon. Oh, more like Poo Anon, am I right? <laughs> Smoked him. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's classic. What were we talking about? Um, I don't know. Podcasts. Oh yeah, Sugarhead. He's alive. That's good. That's good. Saw that movie Godzilla minus one about a month ago, and let me tell oh. you, that thing is a ten star out of five affair. Oh, all yeah. gods, all Godzilla movies are cool, and I will not be deviating from this opinion. Thinking I'll have to check out that Killers of the Flower Moon movie. Going to watch it over the course of a week, probably, as is typical. Have a great show, sweetly, Sugarhead. Mm-hmm. That's on uh, Apple Plus, I believe. What, Killers of the Flower Moon? Yeah. And I'm never going to fucking watch it. I'm not getting Apple TV. I refuse. Even for Ted Lasso? Yes. Yeah, Sever- spe- what I about for Severance? Refuse. That's the one. Yeah, the Severance what, looks awesome. I what, do what, about for, what about For All Mankind? Aren't you into like alternate histories and astronauts? I mean, that sounds cool too. There's a lot of shows I want to watch on Apple, but 
I I have every other ser- streaming thing except Apple, and I don't want to do that too. Good. I already have everything else. Well, you don't. You don't have. You have. Yeah, you have everything, but you don't have Apple Plus. So you just got to join the family, RJ. Uh, I'll wait until it's on. I'll, I'll buy it on DVD. How's that sound? <laughs> DVD. I'll buy it on DVD and watch that lady speak Blackfoot, which will be cool. Do you know that uh, that lady's from Montana and she's Blackfoot? That's neat, hey. Uh, wow. I'm. Just telling you. Good. Good. Yeah, I th- I thought it was cool. Like she accepted that award. She spoke Blackfoot, okay. which everyone was just like, they were talking about her indigenous language, and then they, they said Blackfoot. And I was like, hey, I know, I know, know people that. who speak Blackfoot. Does she, does she does she talk in the movie? Because she's not. Uh, she's Black. nominated for like best supporting yeah. actress or something. Yeah, but I but mean, she has to. She has to. Like have lines. I mean. <laughs> No, but yeah. did, but does she speak Blackfoot? No, she she spoke Blackfoot while she was accepting her award. I see. So not yeah. in the movie. Not in that's the movie. What, that's why I was like, uh, does she? Yeah. No, she know. just when she was accepting her award, which is cool. Okay. I know. I know one phrase in Blackfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gitsigakamen. You know yeah. what that means? Nope. It means I love you. In mm. Blackfoot. So well, you can uh, use well, that uh, hmm. to your perusal. Okay. What are we talking about? Uh, you were you were sharing factoids. Oh yeah, I, I speak a lot of languages. I'm I'm pretty pretty good with that. Yeah, yeah, pretty good at pronunciating stuff. You're you're a regular John Cena. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Is he uh, good at pronouncing stuff? No. Okay. I heard Actually... the rumble was real shit. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I don't know about that, but I didn't Some watch do- it. But you did watch it? No, I did not watch it. Oh, so okay. I, have, I, don't, I don't have an opinion on the matter. Um, other things were happening adjacent to wrestling. Uh, like what? You know, he was, you know, he was also a big fan of poop. Uh, who's that? Vince McMahon. He likes mm. he, he likes pooping on people. Apparently. Oh, he's like the McAfee uh, virus guy. McAfee? What? I, I don't know. What? See again? I I, I just have to. Talk have you never past heard of that you. dude? Yeah, I've heard you of know, him, but I've never heard of what you're talking about. And I'm. Would you I, like I me to you, tell I, you? I, I know you get a lot of your information from Reddit. No, no, this is 100 percent real. They're gonna make a documentary on it. So the McAfee or uh, Mick, whatever that guy who made that virus software was, he got a huge payday, and then he moved to Brazil. And then every day he would just get prostitutes and sex workers, and he would like he would poop on them. Okay. Yeah. What's wrong with rich people? I don't know, dude. Like, I feel like if I was given a bunch of money, like, that's not the thing I would do. Well, you know what, though? Letterboxd tells me otherwise. Uh, hey, I'm not saying I endorse it in any way. I'm not saying I would endorse these things. I'm just saying Miss Julie really stunk. Miss Pooley. Some say it was pretty good. Who said that? Uh, uh, Discord. They're lying. <laughs> Miss Julie is not good, and they know that. Stop lying to yourselves, guys. You know what I mean? So anyways, oh. we got that going for us. Good. Archie, what's you mm-hmm. been creeping on this week? Well, I did watch one movie, but we both watched it. So before I get to that, have you? Uh, we were watching a show on Paramount+. Plus. And it's absolute trash TV, and it's so goofy and wild, but we're like, man, this show's wild. 
Have you seen the previews for that show, Rum? No. It's got Michael from Lost. Do you remember Michael from Lost? Yeah. It's like this show where these people are driving and then they wind up in a town and then the townspeople are like, well, you can't leave now. And they're like, what? And then they start to drive away, but it's like they just keep winding back up at the town every time they try to leave. And they're like, oh, no, this is like a, a weird anomaly town. And they're like, oh, yeah, you better believe it. Did does anyone also, go, this is like something out of the Twilight Zone? Nobody said that yet, actually. Oh. Um, but then it, when it, the when That the was said on Enterprise. That was said on em- Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, that's because it's a good show. Um, but then when the sun goes down, monsters come out. And they're like vampire monsters <laughs> that have to get let into your house. The show's wild, Jared. Some uh-huh. of the shit that happens in this, like, there's clearly no game plan. Like, they have no long-term plans on how these things are going to pay-, pay out. Like... There's such wild shit going on all the time. You're just like, what is happening right now? What is this show? It's crazy, Jared. Crazy. Hey, I, well, why aren't you watching Reacher? Because I, He's I'm back. trying to, I'm trying to watch Paramount shows while I still have it, and then I'm gonna get rid of Paramount soon, and then, uh, and then I'll watch Reacher because I'm not getting rid of Prime. So I, yeah, Reacher's back, and uh, I'm very excited for that. It's supposed to be very good. Um, I'm watching The Curse. With Nathan Fillion, but I'm not done yet, so I'll talk about that another time. Uh, I watched five episodes of the Lower Decks, and that show. What was what? Say that again. What I Star watched Tre- is that Star Trek: The Lower Decks. I watched five. Well, do episodes. we need do, do we need, do we need to go to Patreon mode? Do I have to hit the theme music? You want to see my notes? Oh, do, do, do you are you showing me something on the screen? Uh, uh, right now I'm looking at RJ. His hands are empty. He's gesticulating in the air like he's holding something. But it seems like there's nothing there. I, I think he's being facetious. I think he's trying to suggest that there are no notes. RJ was so wowed by the television program that is Lower Decks that he didn't even have to write notes because it's that good. Correct? Am I right? Am I... Am I, am, I, do I... I can't uh, change that narrative. I can't control that narrative, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. Uh, that show absolutely fucking blows it is so <laughs> stupid and bad like i people, i honestly people I, love it RJ. they think it's so funny it's so annoying like uh because like you saw that thing like when they're when, when they say stuff they're like wharf's honor and they're like Riker. they just like comment on shit all the time like someone Ugh. will hit someone and they'll go kirk hands and you're just like oh my god jesus it is so <sighs> obnoxious that like and it's not funny. None of it is funny at all. Um, I don't know. It's 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 the Rick and Morty style. It is so on the nose trying to be like, you've seen Star Trek. Here is a billion jokes about all the things that eh, these are what you've always been thinking, these jokes, and we're the only ones actually saying them. And you're just like, oh, my God. Well, the, the top rated episodes of Lower Decks are episode nine and ten of season one. Yeah. I didn't make it that far. Well, they're, they're 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 in the eights. Every all the other episodes are uh, sevens. I think the first episode is actually one of the lowest rated, uh, six point eight. Yeah. Second, well, yeah, because real Star Trek people probably watched it and were like, "Fuck this!" And then the only people who stuck out with it were not were not real Star Trek people, is what I'm guessing. Uh, I watched five episodes, and I, I watched five episodes over six or seven days, I think, because like oh. I kept I kept falling asleep. 
they're 20 minute episodes. I turned one on. I wasn't even tired and I fell asleep halfway through because I was so bored with what was going on. Um, that show absolutely blows ass, Jarrett. You want to talk about poops and stuff? Holy hell. Holy hell. So I think I have to break my streak of um, watching Star Trek because uh, I'm not doing it. I can't watch lower the, the Lower Decks. It sucks. It's really annoying. Will you watch two episodes of it just to validate me? No, I don't want to. Just so I know that it sucks? I'm sure it does. It does. It sucks so bad. I watched the last two episodes of the season, uh, which are supposed to be good, and I'll tell you if it's good or not. How about that? Go ahead. Yeah, you're not going to need to know anything about characters. I, I watched five episodes. I don't know a single character's name. I don't know... I don't know anything about that show. It sucks real bad. Real, real bad. So anyways, we got that going for us, which is pretty cool. Good. Uh, What else? Uh, I'm playing The Last of Us 2. Oh. You know about The Last of Us 2? Barely. Um, It's good. I'll talk about it eventually uh, when I'm done, like in a week or so. But uh, this game is so, like, uh, needlessly brutal in... In like the the stuff that it does, like you watch things happen and like the cruelty of the world, you're just like, oh my god. I I've uh, there's been a few times where I've been playing where I've just like mouth open, like <gasps> I was like, oh my god. It's like, why are they doing this to these characters? Uh, all I can say is I don't know if they'd be able to get that the amount of protein they would need to have that kind of body build in this post-apocalyptic world. Uh, I can say I'm not done, but I can say all the people who shit on that game and use that as an excuse, cowards. Uh, if they don't like that game, it's because they hate uh, women, Jared. So I mean, you might, you might. <laughs> well, as, as someone, as an expert, as uh, an expert, you, you can recognize it. Yeah, it's just it's the game's about Ellie and not Joel, and which it's like, well, that makes sense because and, she and was then people go, the no, they're like, I don't want to play as a girl. I don't want to play as a stupid girl. And you're just like, all right, man. She's going to be hot. When she's even more hot. Yeah, and then and then they get all mad about that the other character who's got the really buff arms. There's not enough protein in the apocalypse world to get that kind of nutrition that you need for that kind of muscle mass. It's like, just say that you don't like girls. Like, that's fine. You don't have to be weird about it and make up these yeah. elaborate excuses about protein. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, and I watched Beavis and Butthead do America. Or no, wait, no, I watched that last week. Uh, do the Universe. You ever seen that, Jarrett? I have. Okay, so you, I, you I and felt, me I felt, in... I felt obligated uh, that I yeah. had to watch it at this point. So I, I feel like Luck, you... Luckily, I had time. I was yeah. able to fit it in my busy schedule. I feel like you were obligated. Uh, but we have a unique spot here because... Um, I watched all of the new episodes, yep. which I realized after watching the movie, uh, the movie came first before those new episodes. Yep. So I know where all this stuff happens, but you watched it the way it was intended. So do you want to take over? God go intended. Beavis and Butthead. Oh, I want to mention, hey, do you, I don't know if you're aware of this, but do you know Mike Judge had a like short-lived animated series that came out in the late 2000s? What was it called? The Good Family. 
Uh, I kind of remember that name. It, it lasted. Me... It, I think it lasted one whole season. It's, it's so it's good. G O O D E. Yeah, I remember the name, but let and me it, see it, the it's animation. About, it's about, it's, it's well, it's kind of it's like that Mike Judge style, but uh, it's about uh, taking down the libs. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I remember the name of this, but I don't know if I've ever seen any of these episodes. I before. watched the first couple episodes like back that probably go? when it, it sucked. It's oh, not okay. funny at all. But it's got uh, uh, there's Brian people the Doyle couple... Murray in it. Yeah, he, he's he's the uh, Cotton character. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it's a bit the there's the I think the pilot is on YouTube, like the first episode, and people are like, oh man, it's so ahead of its time. Oh, this is better than uh, it should come out now. This is more relevant than ever, and it's like no, it sucks. Mm. It, it got canceled because I... it's not funny. It's so on the nose. I mean, I think it's actually good that the will. Um that Beavis and Butthead came back because it's like, this actually does fit with the current, uh, current climate of things. So I think Beavis and Butthead returning makes a lot of sense, especially like the new episodes I watched, which I can talk about. after. So, like, well, supposedly, supposedly King of the Hill is going to come back. Well, it is. And they started recording it, but, um, the guy Dale who died. voices Dale. Yeah. And, uh, what they said was he recorded like two or three episodes. Hmm. So he, they were in recording, and he recorded a bit, but he did not, uh, he did not get through the whole season. So I, I don't know if they're gonna pivot or if they're just gonna can it. You know what I mean? Right. It was gonna have a time jump, like a twenty-year time jump. Cool. So you, so yeah. you get like old uh, Bobby, thirty-year-old Bobby, thirty-year-old <clears throat> Bobby. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, I don't know what they're gonna do. My guess is they'll just keep rolling, and I guess write Dale out. Let's see. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? So you tell me your experience with this movie, having jumped into new Beavis and Butthead cold. Uh, well, yeah. So I jumped in. It's got a you know movie esque opening with mm-hmm. a video video gamey like action scene, and I I did start laughing at hearing Beavis and Butthead uh, chortle their incessant <laughs> laugh because I, I hadn't heard it for a while and there's yeah. like i don't know there's nothing about it it's like it's just ever present and you know they're yeah. coming or they're moving around and doing things and they're just mm-hmm. laughing and it puts this it puts a smile on my face good good but uh so i didn't know anything about it uh at all i think it kind of came and went and i was like oh cool this came out i'll have to watch it sometime and then it just never it happened well, it's uh, stuck behind Paramount Plus, which we've never had Down. before, right? Yes, yes. But yeah, it seems like I hear a lot more about like South Park specials than I ever hear about Beavis mm. and Butthead. It's a shame. Which, which is a shame. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I walked into this fresh-eyed, and uh, I guess the first thing that I would note, and I don't know, it's, it is what it is, but I, I do miss the artwork of the 90s, the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the less polished animation. Like mm-hmm. now, those early days are real fucking ugly, like hideously yeah. ugly. But they they hit a sweet spot like pretty quickly after that, where I think the yeah. show looks the nicest. It's got kind of that splotchy kind of color palette still in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, but the character mo- models are on uh, point, and they're pretty good. So watching this, it's like yeah, this is a lot more digital. It's very mm-hmm. like but- butthead in particular. He always has like an outline around him. Yeah. He looks too smooth. He's like not like, purely ugly. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. Yeah, so there, there's like that element of it. 
but uh i mean it's it also does feel very similar to do america where it's like another big big set piece uh where the government's involved trying to get those boys those boys uh there's like always the the gimmick of uh people think beavis and butter are really good at something because they misconstrue Mm. that they're just perverts or horny yes uh which which is funny yes it is uh in its way but uh, so anyway, the, the whole plot of this is that Beavis and Butthead, they destroy a science fair, mm-hmm. uh, which does always get, which results in one point, uh, kind of like a beaten and destroyed, <laughs> like tossed to the ground, uh, Beavis. And like, there's something about them, like their, their unconscious bodies is a very funny image because <laughs> mm-hmm. of the way that Judge likes his model of like their little bodies because their their lower body is like yeah, they're, everything but their head is proportionate it's yeah. kind of this like like the little short pants and t-shirt and like mm-hmm. little, little little shoes uh, but then they have these like oversized heads <laughs> they both have it and so there's something about like when they get like I don't know beaten down and left for dead uh that makes me laugh. So anyway, for punishment of destroying the science fair, uh, the judge uh, was going to give them a harsh sentence, but he watched Touched by an Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he goes soft on them, and he sends them to space camp for two weeks mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, they go to space camp, and they get shown some stuff, and then they're kind of left to their own devices practicing, like, plugging a shuttle into the mirror space station because it looks like a penis going into a mm-hmm. vagina. And, yes. and there's this like endless scene of them going, uh, yeah, whoa, cool. Oh. And, and they just keep saying it over and they keep cutting back. It's like, it's like, a, like not a time lapse, but they shift through time and they like, get a progression. And all they keep saying is, whoa, yeah. <laughs> and they just whoa. keep doing it. And they're like, man, they're really good at this. Like, look, they just take into it. These boys have what it takes to be astronauts. And like, look at the way they're handling that space arm stroking up and down that shaft. It's like, oh, wow. Like, they figure out something that, like, our best scientists never could. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, they, uh, they do it for like 18 hours. They're like, yeah. they haven't even, they haven't stopped for a break or for food. It's like they have impeccable, like, or they have like incredible focus, uh, focus yeah. and determination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so uh the lady astronaut says hey would you like you guys like to do that but up in space with me and of course it's like huh yes go, they, they think yeah we want to have sex with her in space and of course there's all the min- classic misunderstandings mm-hmm. and so beavis and butthead go to astronaut school real fast they uh, wind up going to space um and then hijinks ensue uh one of the funniest bits it's uh with a telescope looking at the sun i uh mm. i laugh so much because <laughs> it's like there's like this real timing and structure to a good beavis and butthead line reading mm-hmm. where uh they do something and then they follow it up by doing something even stupider and it's mm-hmm. like agreed upon oh yeah that's a good idea mm-hmm. and it gets me it always has uh <laughs> People are like, so what is it? Beavis like looks through the telescope, which is pointed directly at the sun, and like scalds his eye, and he's like, "Well, I could see something, but now I can't." And then, but it's like, "Well, you got two of them." Oh yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> he puts his eye down and burns the other one, and of course you're like, oh, "That's good." And then, but it's like, "Well, give me, it's my turn," mm-hmm. and and now they're both blind, and then they now have to, they fuck up. Uh, because they can't see, and uh, the Mir space station is destroyed. There's a dead Russian man just floating in space. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, they're all there to like study a black hole that appears once every trillion years. And mm-hmm. uh, the the astronaut lady, she's had enough of their shit. She swats them away while they're in spacesuits. They go in the black hole. And of course, like what happens when you go in the black hole is you just travel in time to 2022. Mm-hmm. And then they land in water uh, in Texas. Mm-hmm their home state and then they walk they emerge from the land and they're like whoa where are we um and they wander around and they experience 2022 uh involving cell phones in siri um and yeah they find out that the space lady is now the governor and they mm-hmm. but they're they're like oh man let's like we still have to do it with her so because it comes an ongoing thing but of course mm-hmm. now that she's governor she starts she realizes the, like these kids that were dead back in 1998 there's a time jump and it's in story that they must be back and so she has to kill them and uh things go from there Uh, another group from the government thinks they're aliens uh we get some uuatu Mm -hmm. action beavis and butthead meet uatu versions of themselves from an alternate universe there's some smart butthead yes which and it is uh way funnier than it should be very Mm -hmm. well done uh (laughs) yes quite uh quite droll yes quite humorous (laughs) yeah Yes. Very droll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, and hijinks ensues uh, as they, they try to get Blade, as Beavis and Butthead always are. They're always trying to score. Trying to score, man. No. Yeah. And they asked so, Beavis and Butthead, do we ever score? And they said, no, no. versions of Beavis and Butthead in any realities have ever scored. <laughs> and they go, oh, so we'll be the first ones. <laughs> yes. There is like, I don't know what it is again the structure of the writing at times where a character will say something to like the, the beavis and you're always like oh maybe they'll have like the breakthrough yeah and, and it never comes but like it's always about like how much there's like a a change of the topic like capturing that i don't know adhd <laughs> or like mm-hmm. whatever it is but like just like completely changes the topic or just like goes off, is off task and sometimes those are like whatever like they don't hit but sometimes mm-hmm. they're like it's like the funniest shit mm-hmm. um yeah that's what i was i was picking up on like the how beavis and butthead works and it's like it's been so long since i've watched it and why why it hits when it does uh sometimes it's the simple things sometimes you just need like nachos um yep um violence being inflicted on one another um that's good that's good. All good things. They learn so about you... white privilege. Mm-hmm. No, they and go to they jail. Walk. Yep. <laughs> Touched like, by an like... angel. <laughs> Touched by an angel comes back. I, I really liked in a scene or two later. It's like it, when you were in jail, and it's like jail. It's like I don't remember doing that. <laughs> uh, what, what does that Mike Judge have? Uh, what's his issue with Chris Hadfield? That's what I, I don't know. know. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's something, and it's probably. Whatever it is, it's fine. I'm I'm okay with whatever. <laughs> there's that just is. This, yeah, there's like this astronaut man, yeah. uh, who is clearly modeled after Chris Hadfield, uh, mm-hmm. and, he, and he's just he's just a huge loser in this. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, which is good, which is good. And we get a big we get a big multiverse ending kind of thing, and it's yeah, actually really it's, 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 and, it, and, and what what incredible character design. Yeah, good, some some good animations uh, at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. Yeah, which is good stuff. Good, good stuff. So that's what you, that's what you want from cartoons. It's kind of yes, dumb. Yes, it is. It, it, it doesn't deviate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think one of the writers of this uh, did work on the Simpsons movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, well, I don't it know. Sounds, uh, it yeah. sounds uh, like you were on board. Yeah, no, it's it's good. I enjoyed myself. Um, <laughs> is it one of the great films? No, <laughs> but but it's exactly what it, it needs to be. It's it's a it's a good Beavis and Butthead movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a baseline. Uh, yep. Exactly what what it, it's what it needed to be. Very so it's good. There you go. There's there's a pick for 2022 for your list. Uh, yeah, Dylan Fru, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, yeah, it's good. I watched it out of order because I watched all the new episodes first, sure. which I didn't re- realize. But uh, the movie is good. Like it does hit a lot of the things that uh, you want in your Beavis and Butthead. Um, it's got some jokes that are really good. It's got some stuff that's kind of fine. I do think having watched Do America recently, I think this one is a little bit um, more in line with like some of the things I like about Beavis and Butthead more. Like Do America has like a, like it has a lot of movie stuff. Like there's a drug sequence where like there's lots of crazy stuff going on. It's because they had a lot of money to like do that. And you're, I was kind of like, ah, eh, whatever. Like I didn't care much for that. Red, red hot chili peppers. Yes, there's like Roll some of that. Coaster. Oh no. Uh, where in Do the Galaxy, I liked the dream sequence better, where it's like uh, Beavis has her as Red Sonya, and but- yeah. Butthead's like wearing the f- the fur coat, and they're like, "Hey, Butthead, we heard you put your genitals with another person's genitals." He's like, "Yeah, baby." And like, I-, I liked that dream sequence a lot more. I was like, "Yeah, that's good stuff." It's a little bit more wholesome now, I think. Where Do America had like more doing it and then like lots of talk about jacking it in the the Hank Hill prototype guys like van and you're just like all right <laughs> you're like whatever uh but uh yeah it's got it's got good stuff and then uh I watched all the new ones and so the new show I think you would get some enjoyment out of a lot of them some of the episodes are really good some of the episodes are whatever but it's uh you have two kind of mixtures now you have teenage beavis and butthead in current day world and mm. then you also have old beavis and butthead which i showed right. you last week yeah. which is them as middle-aged men in the current day so it's kind of like what would happen if they had stayed in the 90s and just got old and that's old beavis and butthead and then you have young beavis and butthead or like teenage ones that have just been transported to 2020s uh so it's a mix of those and actually smart beavis and butthead show up once in a while and they just kind of like narrate stuff and uh they just like set up episodes they're like we are smart beavis and butthead and they they kind of talk about things and you're like hey that's fun too so i think if you were really bored and you wanted to watch something else you would probably get uh a good bit of enjoyment out of uh the new tv show some very good ones i think the one where they go on jury duty was was the one i liked the most and that was old beavis and butthead good stuff but yeah all around good things good good things these two guys these crazy guys crazy guys crazy guys but uh yeah i'm done with my beavis and butthead now and you know you know another reason lower decks sucks so bad because i'd watch beavis and butthead and be like man it's it's like you don't have to go over the top you can just have two dudes sitting on a couch and you can make really high quality entertainment and then you go to Lower Decks and you have these characters doing all this shit that you're just like, oh, my God. You're like, shut up. You're so annoying, this show. It's so annoying, Jared. It's so annoying. So annoying. Anyways, Beavis and Butthead's good stuff. Yep. And uh, do you watch anything else? 
Uh, just continuing on, slugging my way through Enterprise season two. Any any new insights? Any highs? Any lows? Sec- the first half of season two, not so good of yeah. Enterprise. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. weak stuff. Uh, you know, there's like a Hoshi episode, which is just a redux of a Next Generation episode where uh, Jordy and uh, Instant Row mm-hmm. are phased out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's this do with Hoshi. But then they go, oh, but it was all a dream. Yeah, and you go, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Time, time well spent, you guys. Episode <clears throat> 11, though, I was like, I dropped a one star on it. I don't remember anything about it. Let me see. Yeah, what Episode was yours? 11, I had, oh, get this. This is what I wrote for episode 11. Oh, precious. Oh, shit. This is the one with the princess. Okay, this is what I wrote for 211. Trip gets kidnapped. Archer helps princess kidnappers. We just have universal translators now. And then I put, this is what I would have read on air. Trip naked wrestles a dude with a ponytail. One star. Hey. That's what, uh, that was what my note was. What what was your, what did you give a vanishing point the episode before it? 210? Yeah. Uh, I put uh, in the invisible hoche, and I put oh it's aliens, and I put oh it's all a dream, and then I put low two ish. Oh man! So I said low two ish. Ish. <laughs> I thought oh I think I remember is there like a I put Hoshi haunted by transporter ghost. I think I thought the transporter ghost was kind of cool, but uh, not the dream sequence of it i was like yeah i'm not into that well there's these really cool looking blue aliens running around planting bombs mm-hmm. that was neat yeah yeah uh, that one was cool you know yeah let's see here so uh blah blah we'll do, we're doing this fast catwalk was good i like that episode quite a bit i don't know the names of the episode. 12 episode tw- uh 12 uh i put shifts off i put ships offline for some reason that was my only note <laughs> Really? So this yeah. is the one where I don't know why it's offline. No, yeah, they they come. They're they're kind ne- of just doing nebula. Yeah, there's a nebula that no, it's like a wave. There's this big energy wave, and these aliens say, oh, "We yeah. need to get out of here. We need to be going warp seven. And then they're like, "We can't. We only go warp five. And so they have to like shut down the warp core and hide in the core uh, to ride this wave out, That's which cool. could last weeks. And then mm. aliens are actually looking like bounty hunter types. I remember are, are looking for the aliens and they dock while the ship is in the wave uh, because they're able to withstand this thing. And yeah, it's like this whole like big, crazy, like it's pretty like ambitious special effects stuff where like the ship is stuck mm-hmm. and they're going to drive toward like the core and these like pillars inside the nebula. I was like, this episode's pretty awesome. <laughs> like it's, it's so, it's a pretty unique Star Trek episode. Cause I don't, I can't be like, Oh, it's like this one. This one felt, different mm-hmm. uh so yeah i, I, I thought this i do was remember when you're talking about now where they're like hiding by the uh the coils and stuff yeah that's a cool episode oh. yeah which which episode are you on now i am on i was about to start the breach 21 okay because i was I just watched... looking and uh i had lots of twos for season two i had a couple three stars and then there was one episode that I gave a high three, and you haven't hit it yet. So I don't know if I should tell you which one it is. Okay. So uh, more if I just let you. I'll, 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 let me be surprised. Okay. Let's see here. Episode thirteen was Dawn. Oh, that's the episode where it's like this is just like a lot of Star Trek episodes where a crewmate is on a 
planet kind of marooned with another alien and they're fighting each other. But mm. what, what, where it comes along is that uh, Trip has the opportunity to get beamed aboard and leave this guy down there and then like let the other aliens figure out. And he's like, no way, man, no way. You never leave a man behind. <laughs> What's your was... opinion? What's your opinion of Trip? Because you know I'm a Tripsman. He's I like kind trip. of the well, he's kind of your I don't know. He's like the ladies' man character. You know, he's he's. I feel like they but know he's not that. Not arrogant about it. I no, find. but so the reason why he's on the show though is I guess he's the uh, the eye candy for uh, yes. some of the audience, and they're like, well, we gotta have an episode where he like gets shirtless. In all, the, mm-hmm. the, he's got he's, crazy things happen to Trip. I think uh, when I was looking over my notes uh, for season one and two, I, I had a, a counter on how many times you see Trip's package. And I think by the end of season one, it's like five times yeah. where he's wearing those underwears and he's just in the sonic shower with like T'Pol or something. Oh, man. T'Pol Tepal, like, like the her, her tightening pants. It just <laughs> keep, like... They keep shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. You're like, oh, no, they're, they're really getting tight. Folks, mm-hmm. and she looks at the camera, and you're like, "Oh, whoops! I better squat down." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, they oh. do it, but they do it with Trip too. So it's it's about equality. They'll shrink her clothes, but they'll also show show Trip's package over and over and over again. So it all equals out. It all balances out. No one wants yeah. to see Bacula though. No, but they know not to show him naked too often. Yeah, That's he gets right. like one or two shirtless scenes, but not a lot. Yeah. Uh yeah, and what you have left, I have a couple twos, I have a high two, and then I have one thing that I gave a high okay. three. So I episode, I, uh, I, I like to hear your little clip note. So stigma episode uh, fourteen, uh, that's the oh. one where it's like, <laughs> it's it, this is fallout from uh the mind meld rape. Yeah, uh, I have, like, I have two notes. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, trip cucks flocks. And then well, thought... his wife tries to cuck flocks. Yes, with but Trip. Fox is into it, kind of. Well, he's well, like, not, why, he's not into why it. He's wouldn't kinda... you, you silly human? Yeah, yeah. He's just like, he's like, go for it, man. She's like, isn't she attractive? <laughs> yeah. So I had that, and then uh, I had Vulcan mind meld rape aids. I put. Yes. I don't know too. <laughs> I, I I wrote I wrote high too because yeah. Vulcans are like absolute assholes in this series. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and I, I wrote, I was like, mind melds are ba- bad now, but uh, I, re- I remember now because the mind melds, like, passed on an illness, which, like, yeah, started, yeah. Which, which was super cool. I, I really liked the idea. And also, yeah, I like that Vulcans are absolute pricks in this show, and you're just like, yeah, they would be pricks, you know? They wouldn't all yeah. be nice. They are assholes. Yeah. Uh, Ceasefire, the episode after that, 15, is pretty good, too. That's the uh, more Andorians, more Jeffrey Combs. I had a, a Warzone Archer. I gave that three stone or three stars. Yep, yep yeah. me too. Three, low three. But the next episode, episode sixteen, Future Tense. Uh, uh, it's got the, this is the debut of Tholians on the show. Yeah, uh, and this this to me is a high three. Yes, I, I gave it a big three too. I put the gang finds a corpse. Big three. Yeah, yes, this was really, that's like a very cool episode, actually. Yeah, and this is this is the I think one of the first or second inklings of the uh, temporal cold war. I think starts to get mentioned, which well, is... well, uh, it's been brought up a few times, uh, but you can feel it starting to like. There's more than just uh, the Doomlians, whatever the fuck they're called now. Yes, the, the, the ones with the, the no, the ones with the bad skin. <laughs> oh, uh, the um, Dubalbon. Sulaban, yeah, it's all been Sulaban, and now we got Tholians. When you get the, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it was a back R vote. Yeah. <laughs> Tholians yeah. are cool. I like I, I like Tholians. Uh, the episode yeah. after that's like a Con Air episode. Nothing too good. Mm-hmm. And then the crossing. That's the one where I think you said like aliens tried to rape the, the, the Enterprise. I two eighteen aliens tried to rape Enterprise. Two stars. I gave yeah. it. Well, this is a this is a definitely not an RJ episode yeah. because of mind control. I did put I put Trip gets mind kidnapped again. So apparently Trip has been mind kidnapped more than once before. Yeah. Uh, very very quickly, just for the sake of RJ here. Uh, then episode nineteen mm-hmm. is the uh, Judgment, which is the uh, Klingon one where Archer's in trouble with Klingons. And what, the only thing to get excited about is I love the like sparky Klingon gavel. <laughs> I yeah, yeah I put the so... Klingon hand gavel rules. Yeah, that thing is so see? cool. <laughs> Sparks. I uh, my my review is Klingon kangaroo court, uh, two stars. But then I put yeah. the hand gavel rules. Yeah, it is so cool because it's just like a massive like um gauntlet, and you're just like oh yeah. And then yeah, the episode after that, Oh Horizon. That's a uh, meanwhile Travis Mayweather's a character on this show, and he's gonna go hang out with his family. Travis comes up once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, he's the pilot, but he's yeah. he's like a young pilot, so they don't they don't give yeah. Travis too much to do. No, they don't. Yeah, that's Travis. That's Travis's lot in life. Yeah, I put twenty two twenty. I put Travis's dad died. Low two. <laughs> yep, sounds about right. Well, and have you we, have you watched two twenty one yet, or that's what no, you're about to? I'm just about to start it. Just I have some, about. I have something about Travis in my line here, which is kind of funny. And then, uh, yeah, I don't I don't even have a rating for this, but uh, I remember there's a, something about flocks that uh, I remember liking. I was kind of like interesting. I was like interesting detail for flocks. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, you got you got a couple episodes coming up here, uh. You got one episode that I think you're going to dislike when you see what it is, but uh, I think it turns out a little bit better. What is it the Borg one? Yes. Yeah, yeah the Borg one's coming up here. But... The, the, the top-rated episode of the season, yeah. and probably of the series. My thing was themes. no more Borg. So even in Enterprise, I was sick of the Borg because <laughs> of Voyager. But uh, I do remember, like, it's not a Borg-heavy episode. It's just like... Uh, it's like they find like relics of the Borg kind of thing, so you're kind of like, all my, right. My um, yeah, my honestly, like, when I, even though I'm like, I don't mind watching this show, mm-hmm. I can see why no one cares about this show either. No, but I get, the, I get that too. Yeah. I just feel yeah, the, like the characters just like none of the character, none of the characters stand out. Uh, uh-huh. The sh- the the ship doesn't really seem to have like a presence to it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of like characters who are just like, you know, <laughs> Travis, Hoshi. They don't have a lot to. They don't have a lot to do, no. and it's Archer. It, it, so it's Archer t- trips into fall. That's it. Yeah. What about Reed? A A T T. Oh fuck, Reed. <laughs> oh, I well actually, and, and then Doctor Do- Flox. Well, well, okay. So Flo- Porthos is the dog, and then yeah, Doctor Flox is like t- the the best character. Yes, absolutely. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah, but like Flox is only he's the best character, but he's not. He's given an episode once in a while, but it is. Yeah. Archer to pull and trip. It's their yeah. show. Well, he's a supporting character, and yeah, I mean, he'll yeah. maybe once per season give him an episode. That's perfect for Trek. And now you compare the structure of these shows, where at least, mm-hmm. hey, at least they're trying to give a character like an episode. It's very TNG ish. That's like mm-hmm. that's TV shows. You give a character like a they go home for a little bit, and then pirates show up and you fend them off. The end. Yep. 
Yeah. No, I, uh, no, I, I mean, I, I get that. My, my big thing for enterprise always too, is like, uh, people, people are exceedingly shitty to it. They're just like, it's the worst one. It's like, it's absolutely not. It's the not the worst one by any means. And I, I, I do stand by might have, well, before new Trek came along, but I mean, Voyager Vo- Voyager's worse. I, I don't percent stand by yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the and, whole, like in the grand scheme of like how many episodes, but I mean, yeah, at this mm-hmm. point, how many episodes would I say are sub two on uh, of the series? And this is like the the rough patch. Mm-hmm. And the last episode is apparently horrible. So there's that of Enterprise. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's a TNG episode. It's not Enterprise, which is really annoying. One, I have one um, one star. I think that's the. I think that might be the one where uh, they they go to like the they run into the hunters on the planet and there's like a space. It's like a ghost thing where it's like, well, it's yes. just like a projection from like a boar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. bad. And yeah, I uh, I I do get that, but I do think um, it's all about season three, baby, because season three is so fucking good. Like I am looking at my notes here. There's season three does have a couple it's got lots a few two stars it has one one star episode that i was like this is fucking sh-. no it has two one ep- one star episodes so season three isn't an absolute rainbow the whole time you get there but season three has a high frequency of three star episodes there's a four star episode and there is a five star episode in season three by my ratings here so Season three is not an absolute like pleasant trip the whole time. There's a couple bad episodes in there, but there's more good episodes than bad ones is how I would describe it. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's that's uh, enough Star Trek talk for people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're still watching because. Uh, oh, I'll finish it now. Like I'm, yeah, I'm, in, I'm, now. I'm far. I'm way too in deep. Uh, you're, no, you're right I, I will say deep. that. If it's only be probably because of New Trek and my uh, kind of indifference mm-hmm. and uh, toward it that I'm like, oh, I might as well watch Enterprise. And then you watch and you go, fuck, this is Star Trek. <laughs> like, yes. immediately. And you're like, huh. Just that yeah. I mean, fuck, I bet you if I even watch Voyager now, I'll be like, oh, at least it's Star Trek. I but. I think you would. And, like, I'm I'm hard on Voyager, but, I, I, like I said, like, Voyager has 10 really good episodes. Like, all-time good good episodes. You're like, these fucking rule. She's got a lot Why? of bad ones, but it is better than New Trek still. Yeah. Discovery is the worst. And then Voyager. What was... Well, actually, Lower what, Decks is the worst. What was Section 31 or... Oh fuck! It's, it's, I, it's start. It's starting. It's starting production, I, baby. It's it's gonna suck ass. That section thirty one stuff fucking blows. Like I don't know why Kurtzman and Goldman are like so fucking hot and horny for section thirty one in the Mirror Universe. It's oh, so oh, yeah. I mean, this this could be our news cast for Star Trek or Star Trek section thirty one TV movie announces production starts. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people I don't know. Except for uh, what's her face, but um, her character sucks in that uh, in that show. Like everyone's like, man, she really made this character come to life, and it's like, I don't know, man. And I think I've told, I think I told you, like the lady, like that she's playing. It's the mirror universe version of her. So like she comes through the mirror universe to like the current universe, which is also annoying. Um, they're obsessed with the mirror universe and they're obsessed with section 31 
and they're obsessed with the Borg. And New Trek sucks. Big time. But we'll always have Enterprise. You know what I mean? We'll always have Enterprise. Yeah, you would probably, I mean, if you were feeling more Trek, you would probably get some enjoyment out of Voyager. The good episodes, for sure. And uh, you would just laugh at the bad ones. You'd be like, ah, this sucks. And you'd be right, because it does suck. (laughs) The Kazons. Fuck, that season one of Voyager with the Kazons is like, they're like dirty hippies with like dreadlocks. Like dirty dreadlocks, and you're just so like, These you are mean the bad the, guys? I, I call them the Rob Zombians. Yeah, they're like Rob Zombie guys, and like they're they're so like um, underdeveloped in terms of space travel. Like they don't have ships or anything like that. They have like basically like slingshots, and yeah. but they're like the big baddie, and you're just like, these oh, guys suck. Hey, here's the thing. Did I miss this in Enterprise? Maybe you'll remember. So like in the very first episode of mm-hmm. of, of Enterprise, there's like a shadowy figure like an emperor kind of figure yeah and it's clear it's 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 a it's a vulcan right i mean it's the vulcan guy mm-hmm. it's, it's his silhouette and he's like why did you mess up Suleiman's? and then cause i actually do like the Suleiman as they uh, for all i think they're they're, they're cool they're of, very they're, cool they're, yeah they're they're neat um yeah and i like their ships i like that their ships can can join to make bigger yeah. like a bigger ship that's cool yeah i don't mind those those dudes but yeah there's like they've never they haven't really gone back to shadow man so uh, in the sh- season, yeah, I, unless I blinked and I missed it, and it's possible because I, I, I was very checked out on that two-parter. Uh, I yeah. thought that episode was kind of like whatever. Uh, I to... So what it is is uh, it's temporal Cold War stuff. So season three will be they'll explain the Subabons and the Th- uh, Thelonians or the Thelonious monks, and yep. uh, um, they'll explain like the bigger picture so there there is more of a puppet master or not even one it's like uh there are puppet masters out there that are kind of influencing things okay take your take your word for it take your word for it yeah i don't know if that guy yeah i'm pretty sure shadow man comes back and if not there is a council of shadow men of some kind i like that yeah so cool stuff good stuff big stuff smooth stuff sleek stuff you got any news for us, RJ? Uh, there's a Section 31 movie, and there's a cast that's been announced, and they're in production. Okay. And that's pretty cool. Uh, other movie scoops. Cool. Uh, Christopher Nolan said that uh, Nathan Fielder's new show is unlike anything he's ever seen. Which which was also clar- uh, classified as being high praise. I'm Apparently. Like, I, I don't take that sentence to necessarily mean... It's praise. He could just be mean making a statement. It's not like anything I've seen before. Many, many things. Yeah. Was it enthusiastic when he said it? I mean, I don't view him as an enthusiastic man. Unlike anything I have ever seen. Do you think he said it like that? Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got here? I don't know. Not Nothing happens anymore. You know what I mean? Nothing no happens. real news here. Uh, what do we got? Um, there's a home improvement board game on sale in town. It's pretty big news. Uh, there's something about never-ending farts. Okay. News. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Fantastic. 
Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Well, <clears throat> time to start talking about port towns. Is there another way you could phrase that? Fish, uh, v- uh, I don't know, fishing villages? Mm, like, instead of the title, is there kind of like a, a play on words that you could potentially throw uh, in there? Uh, something different. Uh, La Point Shit? Interesting. Day two. The fishermen are pitching pennies in the sand beside the sea. The sunrise hits their oilskin boots and their painted boats and me. They seem to know the ocean like a man knows a woman. She makes them wait around for half the morning for the tide to This is the Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about La Pointe Court from 1955, yes, directed yes. by Agnes Varda. Yes. Yes. A synopsis from Letterboxd. A penetrating study of a marriage on the rocks, set against the backdrop of a small Mediterranean fishing village. Both a stylized depiction of the complicated relationship between a married couple and a documentary-like look at the daily struggles of this of the inhabitants of Set in the south of France. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Finally. Finally. RJ, what do you remember about Agnes Varda's movies? Uh, I remember that everyone likes to claim that they're huge Agnes Varda fans. Right. And... I don't have, I remember the movies. I remember it going, yeah, French film for you, big guy. Um, I don't think I had any strong opinions. I maybe, I probably wasn't super positive, but I don't think I had any strong opinions. But um, I do know that everyone claims to be big Varg heads, and I feel like they're not being honest. Honest with who? Themselves? With themselves, yeah. There's no way all these people are like that into Agnes Varda. I think they're joking. They're not even joking. I think they're kidding themselves. You know, but that's criterion. In, in fans your in opinion. Nutshell. In your opinion. Yeah. Well, there. If we were still on YouTube, we'd get about five thousand comments. Um. Actually, Agnes Varda is my favorite filmmaker, and I go, yeah. Do you have you not seen a Fairley Brothers movie? Exactly. I I saw yeah. somebody uh I think on Twitter mention how uh the only way that one can buy Dumb and Dumber is the unrated version on Blu-ray. Oh no, and that they added the bad stuff in that one. It's awful. Yeah. on the Blu-ray there's no option of the theatrical cut. So, unless you've got the old ass DVD, you're you're stuck or, or you go to the internet and you hook yourself up. Mm. Yeah, it's too. I I've said many times like the um, uh, I sometimes theatrical is better, and I don't like that they don't package that in. It's just like Fellowship of the Ring. You can pretty much only ex- buy the extended cut now, and it's like the extended cut's not good. It's theatrical's better, so 
stop ruining stuff. And they do that with the fairies too. Like I think there's something about Mary yeah. is only unrated or director's cut now, and that one is also not good. Yeah, got that snake scene in it, and you're just like, ugh. You're like, I'm glad they cut this out. <laughs> yeah, there's some bad jokes in that one. Yeah. Anyways, uh, tell me what... about the director's cut no, of uh, no, 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 oh, yeah. Unrated. <laughs> Unrated. Well, RJ, I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel about mm. this, but um, okay. You know that uh, historian Georges Sadal called this film truly the first film of the Nouvelle Vague. Of course, how could I? For- how could I forget? To be honest, like mm-hmm. it's something that. It- are you, who, who, who are you a bigger fan of, the new uh, Nouvelle Vague or the French New Wave? Hmm? It's like, that's like asking, what do you like more, breathing or being alive? Like, how, how can you, how can you pick? How can you, uh, no. Yeah. Anyways, RJ, how do you feel about wood grain? Uh, I know Paul Wall used to, and. Uh, like Young Jeezy and the, Mike Jones always used to talk about the wood grain wheel, and it sounded really cool. So uh, I'd I'd really like to get a wood grain wheel in the in for my steering wheel. That'd be cool. Do you think wood grain can be sexy? Uh, uh yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much what Mike Jones was saying. Was that and Paul Wall? And oh. I don't know if you know Paul Wall, Jared, but if you Google him, that guy is the uh, the. I mean. There hasn't been more sexy kind of guy. That's a alpha male right there. Pure sex. You know about Paul Wall? Nope. No clue. Are you learning about Paul Wall? Uh, maybe. Is he a rapper? He is a rapper. Oh. He was in the song Grills with Nelly. You know about oh. Grills? Vaguely. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, Paul Wall was in there. Okay. Well... Was uh, La Pointe Court referenced in that uh, any of these songs? Um, it's hard to say. Uh, like it's very like he they they might have. Yeah, they might have. I can't say for sure. I haven't I haven't listened to the entire catalog. So mm. well, how, how do they feel about shellfish? Uh, I don't think fans. Maybe crawfish, like mudfish. But uh... what what about selling shellfish by the seashore? Uh, how, do they, how do they feel about that? As long as it's not a lady doing it, like as long as she doesn't sell those she seashells by the seashore, right? You say it really fast. Let's see. Let's see. You what? say it really fast. Well, I I can't because the one thing I wanted to comment on is this movie opens up with uh like the opening credits. You know, it's over some real fine wood grain, and it's like mm. man, look at those textures. And but it's got this like real farty music over top of it. <laughs> it's like oh. can you describe what that means uh farty music yes can you describe that please like you know what i mean were you listening to that music at um like uh 1.0 speed i was at this point really no interesting no did you finish the movie at 1.0 speed so what a lot of people would like to know. That, that that's between me and my playback button. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so this movie uh, opens oh, up I... with this shot of wood, and then it starts like panning around, 
It's like it's like a primordial steady cam. And man, the the textures in this film, RJ, they're so slick. They're so nice. I would have taught, got rid of all the people in this. Like the stuff with the pu- the humans, like the couple, mm-hmm. and like this thing about like the fishermen being like concerned about the government stepping in and like controlling how they sell their shellfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and like like this idea like, oh, they're going to parts of the water they're not allowed to. It's like, who cares? Or like, who cares about this dead baby? Who cares? Mm. Which dead baby though? Like a real dead baby or the yeah. cat that they showed? Because oh, I cared about that one. Oh man, yeah, that was like whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we're not there yet. We're not talking about cats just yet. Yeah, oh, there's okay. a kid. Yeah, there's like this like little kid. I don't know how old, like two, something like that. A toddler? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you measure a child, but um, one of them they die, and like mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh well, that kid's dead. But clearly, the child playing this character of the dead child is breathing. You go, Agnes uh, Varda, try harder, please. Did you, sorry, just for clarification, did you want her to really kill that kid? Get a better kid or get a dead kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just wanted clarification on that. I wasn't quite yeah. sure what uh, uh, your I, intent was with am that. I, am I the only person outraged here? I'm going to speak for everyone and say maybe. Maybe. So yeah. anyway, my okay. If you want to follow my stream of conscience, so a lot okay. of this movie is just like panning shots of this community with like uh, like laundry hanging from clotheslines, mm-hmm. uh, like coiled up rope, and like you know weathered wood in this like you know the seaside town. Uh, I guess by the Mediterranean Sea, and uh, I'm here for it, RJ. I, oh, I think really? that this movie, this, this yes. movie looks amazing. Like the, yeah, the, the like, but it's just like, I want the formal stuff. That's all I want. Uh, yeah. I, I just want the camera moving around, take shots of things, people moving around. It looks beautiful. Uh, the, the restoration of this from, I don't know, the, the Varda foundation, we'll call it uh, bang up job looks real good. Uh, even on my laptop. Uh, watching it on my chest, just mm. really taking in those details and being like, damn, this looks good. Uh, after I mentioned how 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 slick these textures look, I made a comment: "Kid in a box." Because there's a sick kid and he's in a box. It's like it looks like a drawer from a, a small dresser. He sleeps okay. in this box, and there seems to be like this is like a household with lots of kids, lot lot lots of little kids. Okay. Um, and. Uh, yeah, there's like a man. There's a lot of discussion about a man standing at the corner of the property, and everyone keeps, yeah, there's a guy out there. Oh, better go tell uncle so and so. And then the uncle's like, oh, better go papa. We gotta tell uncle and grandpa. We gotta tell him. Oh, yeah, there's a guy. And they're like, who are you? We're from the health inspectors. Oh, you should have said that the first time. You don't have a search warrant. You can't search. And he's like, what are you talking about? All these men with their undershirts, sleeveless undershirts. Uh, are you saying, are you pro or anti undershirt? <laughs> I'm just saying it's hot out there. It's the humidity, okay. it'll, it'll kill you. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. Mm-hmm. Like that? Yeah. Uh, and then at some point around this point, we get our first uh, moment of me going, oh, kitty. Yeah. First, oh, kitty. Last. There's quite a bit. There's a lot of cat action in this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I had a question for you, though. I think it's like Grandpa. And he's like one of these like you know stout men walking around in his undershirt. How strong do you think that old guy was? I guarantee was that thinking? guy could bench four hundred pounds. I guarantee it. 
Yeah, you know about the... old man strengths? That's what I'm at. Well, hence why I bring it up, RJ. Because I kept thinking, I... About, like, man, that guy looks real old man strong. I guarantee that dude could lift a fucking Volkswagen bug over his head. That's that's how we should measure strength. Could you or could you not lift a Volkswagen over your head? That guy, hundred percent. With, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. What about Batfleck? I don't think I don't think he's fucking doing it. He could flip it. I'd say for sure he could flip one. He, he could angrily scowl at it. I think like a no, paparazzi. That... There's that scene of Batfleck flipping those tractor tires. He could 100% flip a, a Volkswagen bug. Christian Bale could maybe get into it, like yeah. get into the door. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like Christian Bale, I'm just saying. And, yeah, you're uh, saying. Uh, Pat, uh, Battinson, he could probably like graffiti the car. You know? Yeah. You know about graffiti? Yeah. But actually, a... Pattinson's got the Bane hookup, though, so he could probably... He could probably throw his body through the car <laughs> or something. Uh, and then my next note is kitty. Again, many yeah. kitties. Uh, one one thing I will mention here is I was thinking at this point, I'm like, man, this reminds me a lot of an Ozu movie. These like oh, yeah. back, uh, back alley passageways behind these houses. Um, you've got like electrical lines, like from the telephone poles. Um mm. And yeah, it's it's a very uh, pastoral vision, and you feel like there's not going to be a whole heck of a lot going on in this movie. But you know what? This movie looks this good. I, that's okay. I don't mind this. I like it. And then a man goes to pick up his wife at the train station. What happened? Then, then well, it turns into Bergman times. And describe uh, what that means. Please. Uh I don't know. Characters talking, like like looking strictly at the camera while the other character's face is in profile, and they're tra- talking across from one another. And you go, "Oh, is this a? Uh, is this? I can't remember. If this is before Bergman or after Bergman, but it's kind of when I went, oh my god, are we gonna have to hear these people like justifying how they should stay together or if they're happy or not for like a third of the runtime? And, 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 and it, do you? And it is. It turns into oh, that. And, and it's like, no, it's not interesting. Uh, this oh, man with this very bad haircut, <laughs> this lout of a man, yeah. he's like, he just wants to hang out. He wants to hang out in this small town. He's okay to settle in because he's, he's got his lady. And she's like, I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know. That's tough. She, she's a uh, blonde woman from Paris. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I like you, but I don't know if I'm, I, I love you, but I'm not in love. You know what I'm saying? And they walk uh, around a whole lot. And then there's kitties once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene where they're standing around in the middle of a field with a creaky train. Extremely. Describe what that looks like. I don't know. It's a uh, big, I mean, if I was going to imagine, it's like it's a yellow train car. And cool. it's just like, <laughs> across the, uh, the plane. I like in a place, sound effects. In a, place, in a place you wouldn't expect to see it. Uh, I made a note. These are some real dynamic people. What do you mean by dynamic? Uh, I, I think I think I was being facetious. Uh, I think I describe I would describe this like sequence. It's like very uh, lethargic. Everything it just feels it's like oh, okay, we're all talking like this now. Moving like holding. I'm going to move towards you and hold your hand, and you're going to hold my hand back, and we're going to talk, mm. and it's going to drone on as mm. he's trying to convince her. 
to stay around, but like very unimp- unimpassioned. It just seems like it's an afterthought to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just noted I have started to lose track of how many times I went, "Oh, kitty." Yeah, he, there, there's like one cat where they're sitting, I think, on some bales, and there's this cat that's in the background who's just super distracting. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's oh, going that, off. That cat's going totally off script. Yeah, I I like that part though because these people are talking about their relationship, and you're like, no one cares. What's up with that cat? Why don't they just make a cat documentary in southern France? I mean, that would be so cool. So, mm-hmm. so sick. And then I then I wrote RJ, Look at those linens. Uh, so they go to stay at the, I guess it's the guy's family's house and you get these like uh, the linens on the bed very like satiny very like the reflection coming off of them uh, look brand new mm-hmm. and, and then you think about like how people really get worked up about linens uh, mm-hmm. back back in the 50s I, I just remember that from Umberto D everyone's selling their uh, their wedding gift linens uh, on Hawk to the pawn shop and yeah, people used to get real, real into them because they're very, they were very expensive. And now it's like, yeah, you go to, to, down to Costco, <laughs> go get go down to a, the Costco, get some, get some flannel uh, linens. Oh, uh, I don't know if you heard they're on sale. Mm, I didn't hear that actually. Yeah, I got interesting buy, though. Buy, buy, buy two, get a third for half off. Oh, that's a good deal. Not too shabby. Uh, yeah. And then I was like, "Look at that wallpaper!" Mm. Yeah, very nice. I don't think I saw the wallpaper. It's, it's, it's in the same room as the linens, mm. but maybe you were blinded by the linens. And then, meanwhile, people yeah. are talking, and who cares? Uh, undershirts. I also mentioned oh, yeah. uh, patched slacks. It's one of those details we're seeing these uh, these men who are working oh. for a living going boating. They got their pants, but you know what? They get a hole in those pants. They're not throwing them away. That's wasteful. These are people who uh, got mm-hmm. through the war, buddy. Wait, they didn't go. They, 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 yeah, in this economy, uh, yeah, they're patching those pants. So I went, look yeah. at that patched pants, patched slacks. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good on them. And then I wrote Bergman esque whatever. And then I wrote Dead Kitty. And I was like, what? Yeah, it's... <laughs> what? What? This is a dead cat floating in the water. And you're like, oh, I guess you filmed that, and then you went, yeah, let's let's put it in, mm-hmm. and then we Thanks get light. Varg man, Varda, Varda. Well, Bergman, Varg, Varda, Varg man. Just to make sure you're not saying Varga, Vargas. Well, Vargas. but Dead Kitty is soon followed up by Life Kitty. That got a happy face for me. Dead Kitty got a frowny face. Um, and then there's a scene like later on, like there's, there's, there's no plot in this thing at some point. Uh, oh yeah. I think it's like pretty soon after this, that the kid dies. The doctor's like, why didn't you call me sooner? And then that's it. And they're like, oh, well <laughs> that kid's dead. Um, uh, where were they? Cat came from <laughs> apparently in this village of just children all milling around these child actors. Uh, anyway, I write, hold the phone. Is that person? drowning a cat because there's this scene it's real weird this person's got this mm. netting and they're throwing into this like i don't know it's maybe it's water or it's tar but there's like mm-hmm. this cat screamy sound and i'm like what the shit is this like and there, but there's no cat in the nets it's just happening and you're like well explain <laughs> I, I don't know what just happens is this there you can't explain that and you're like okay moving right along 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like, I don't know, yeah, kid dies. And then there's like a big joust thing. One of the guys, plot wise, he's, you know, doing illegal fishing and the police are hassling him. And then they actually arrest him. But then they let him out so he can do some boat jousting. Because that's what you do when, you, uh, when you're a fisherman. You're in Paris. Yeah, when you're in uh, uh-huh. southern Stonfall, France. To be young and fishing. And fishing. Yes. Uh, yeah, so people go at each other on boats. They knock each other off with their lances. Um, there's like a backstory going on about like people getting married to one another. And due, due to the performance of the joust, he's like, hey, you can marry my girl. It's like arranged marriage stuff. And you're like, mm. is that really, is that still going on here in, in Southern France in 1955? I don't know. Maybe. Could be. I mean, where isn't it it's still going on? You know what and, I mean? And then ends in a dance, big dance scene. And then uh turns out that couple, the Bergman couple, they're going to be all right. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, things are going to work out just fine. Oh. Yeah. And you That's go, good. I see. Thanks. Louis and Manuel? Elle? Ellie? Louis and Ellie? Uh. They're talking about like Louis Manuel or something. Something, something. Yeah. You know what um, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, uh, breaking this down, it's kind of just, uh, it's a plot that is just there. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, if if one appreciates formal elements, I think of movies uh, like this, I guess, or like you, you're like, man, this could be stripped down, just be like an art film. Take out these, take out the people. Uh, I could be down with this. I'd be okay with watching this. Mm-hmm. And uh, cats, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of cute kitties uh, in this, doing cat business, filing cat mm-hmm. taxes, and uh, I don't know. Don't have too much more to say about it at this point. Big fan? I don't I don't know if you could go on that limb. Uh might be the overall the weakest Varda we've seen so far. There'll be another okay. one next week. But uh Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? What are you talking about? RJ what are you talking what, about next week? What do you, what do you think about La Pointe Court? Well, as many people know, I absolutely hate a certain kind of person. Fisherman? Fisherman. Fucking no good filthy guys going port to port, not even wearing condoms. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's uh, some classic Canadian humor for you that you guys there. Uh, some Mike Myers action for you. So mm. I don't actually hate the fisherman industry. Or, well, I don't hate fishermen, but the fisherman industry is kind of bad, I think. Uh, I mean, any kind of like mass mass animal farm is probably pretty bad you know people gotta eat baby yeah but i mean like you and me could just like we could just eat bugs you want to just eat bugs <laughs> anyways okay so anyways uh i feel like there's a lot of the uh, vibes out there going uh that uh uh the loaf over here is a, a big uh anti uh vargas uh supporter um what what Agnes Varda have we watched so far? Chloe and Cleo. Vagabond? Cleo? Cleo from Five to Seven. And, and, uh, and Vagabond. Vagabond. Yeah. Vagabond. I remember not liking Vagabond a lot. Mostly just because, like, that girl's gross. She was like, I don't know. She was like oh. shitting on her clothes and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, that's gross. Um, 
And Cleo, I think, was boring, kind of. But uh, anyways, I, I feel like a lot of people are lying when they say that they like Agnes Varda, but uh, irregardless, as Kevin James would say, uh, ir- irregardless, back in my day. He's going there. Back in my day. He's saying uh, what we're all thinking. The French just uh, ate baguettes. Oh. Um, anyways, I thought this was fine. Uh, there were some things in it that I was like, I think that could have been better as a movie if that was the whole thing. And then there were some things where I was like, oh, I don't much care for a lot of this. Uh, I yeah. I like the fish port uh, like thing where I, I kind of liked the idea of just a movie following like these fishermen avoiding like the health inspectors. I was like, I don't mind that. But uh, it comes and goes really quickly. And then I was like, oh. I was like, I want to know if they uh, they got past the uh, health controls. Where's the update on that? Uh, and that never comes. Um, the romance thing between the people, like, uh, I don't know. I didn't care about any of that. No. I feel like it, it should have been one or the other. Like, I, I know what they were doing. I know this is proto-French New Wave or whatever the fuck that means. Uh, and it's just... Like, I don't know. I think it would have been better if it was like a love story and one of the guys happened to be a fisherman or it was a fisherman story and one of the guys just kind of had a girlfriend. But I feel like they tried to do both at the same time. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, did that kid get kidnapped? I'm not really sure. And then there's like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? At the boat, Joe, the guy's with his girlfriend and yeah. he, she sees like a kid and then he like looks over and they're both gone. And he's like, oh. Wonder where she went. And I was watching. I was like, did you just fucking kidnap that kid? Like, what the hell's going on in this this movie here? Um, the boat joust. I was like, that's cool. But I don't really <laughs> understand why it's here. You know? Um, you know what I mean? Hey, how would you rate this dude's haircut? This, uh, this, this, this sort of like high this bowl is, cut. This is definitely, this has got to be a zero out of four. he looks like i don't know what he looks like he looks like he's even like amish people have like better haircuts than this guy you're just like what is going on with this guy and that's not a knock on amish people it's just they don't have scissors they gotta Mm -hmm. like bite the hair so it's like their haircuts are usually kind of rough but uh yeah this guy's hair stinks um yeah i didn't care about the romance i loved the kitties until yeah. until they highlighted a dead kitty for some reason, I was like, I I I don't ever harp on this because I know everyone's sick of it, but it's just like, what's the point, man? I know they saw it and they're just like, man, this is gonna be really striking if we put that in there, <laughs> and you're just like, all right, Agnes, all right, Vargas, relax, I'm gonna relax. Uh, and it looks nice. Like, it is a nice-looking movie. There's mm-hmm. good things there, but uh, I also think there's a lot of stuff that I was just like... What? Was that was that sound? Oh! <laughs> this is the, the man who doesn't have a poo kink. Should we I, point it out? I, I, in, was I just shitting in the microphone? <laughs> I believe that was a fart sound, or a, blowing a raspberry, as it usually gets captioned. I in, see. Uh, Something else follows the other, though. Uh, I think that's assuming a little bit. I think that's a, a little bit of an assumption on your part. No, I think you're we'll, overstepping. We'll throw it to the viewers later. Yeah, we'll throw it on the Discord. Just say, yeah. do does does sitting on the do you have to dump 
because you fart. Because, like, I feel like those things Why can is... work in isolation of each other. Why does RJ base so much of his his identity on uh, the gastrointestinal uh, system. You know why? Because it's the ultimate equalizer. We have different cultures. We have different languages. We have different customs. People are different, Jared, and they have very different lives and livelihoods. However, everybody has to have a sit on the can once in a while. Everybody blinks. Yeah, but that's not interesting. Blinks their lip? I see. That's not something that can change on a day-to-day basis because you went yeah, and you went to people, Arby's and well, mo- mo- really like piled it on. People sleep. Well, some people sleep, but people you know, have different you, sleeping you, patterns. Well, we, well, you could all you we, you could just say, "Poop's funny." No, I'm I'm taking this on a higher brow kind of uh, kind of approach. I'm yeah. I'm really gonna lay it out uh, there for people. So now why what you're it matters? Why Solo is good. By RJ. Mm, nope. 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 It's not what I said. Mm-hmm. Not at all what anybody I, wants to talk about. That's some highbrow poop eating. Um. Disagree. Disagree. Continue. Continue. I have nothing more to say. Oh. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> There was Never some mind. stuff I there was some stuff I liked in it, but there was a lot of stuff where I was just like, classic French people. <laughs> yep. And everyone out there knows exactly what I mean. But the French are like the Italians. It's not racist if it's if it's Italians or French people. I feel like. Yeah. Oh fuck Europe. Yeah. Well, I mean, Canadians are like we we were forced to learn French for a while, so I feel like I I can I can speak about French people. Yeah. That's my right. Yeah, that's my privilege, as uh, Beavis and Butthead would say. That is your my privilege. privilege. Gonna add, Canada sucks too. Don't worry, folks. It's all bad. Yeah. It's all bad. Uh, you want to hear from some people who who hate the point sure. court? Sure. Very well. Can... Very well. RJ demands it. He demands it. Vanti, you two. Half a star. I'm trying to find something to say that's good about this movie, but really, there is nothing to go off on. The soundtrack is garbage, the dialogue is boring, and will put okay. you to sleep. The movie isn't even shot that well. That's fucking dumb. And I've never been the least interested in the actors in all my life. I understand it's from the 1950s, okay. so films were different then. <laughs> and they? it's for French. Yeah, be- films were different back then. And uh, it's French back New in Wave. The day. But there are plenty of better films from that time. I couldn't even finish it. If you want a film to fall asleep to, then this is a great choose. They wrote choose. We need to stop claiming these types of movies are good when they're not. We. The same type of people who will say this is good or the same type of people who will say Ulysses by James Joyce is good. Avoid these people at all cost. I mean, all right. Xanti too. Santi 2 just gave naked five stars, so we know what this guy was up to in junior high school. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of talk about uh, the unintellectual cl- uh, class fellows. And then you say, oh, dear. Here we go. I don't know what you were on about, my man. Yeah. yeah. So, 
that's that dude's deal. Okay. Uh, we got Brinny Makiko. Makiko. Crisp as hell. Oh, okay. All the girls weigh 73 pounds, and we're supposed to feel sad for the 84-pound coxman who can't evanescence them back to life. Nope. Google the Marshall Plan in Mechanic Island's role. You really think the dead center of the Great Lakes isn't the perfect place to plan iron ore shipments under the flag of Cyprus? You fool. Um, well, <laughs> what? Brittany, Brittany Makiko uh, is director, Operation Teak. Did you check oh. out that profile pic? Uh, oh, I saw it. I saw it. We got some Detroit action here going on. Uh, Michael Myers in a toque, which I like. This person, though, they have like a, a bunch of movies they made or whatever, and then they, they in their bio it says, 15 festival award wins and counting for best animation, best documentary, best experimental, best VFX, best color editing. And nice. uh, I don't want to like shit on this dude or dudette, but like... Festivals mean nothing. You know what I mean? It's like best direct uh, documentary at a festival. It's like what festival? The shit ass festival in Poopsville? Like, you know what I mean? Like what is what what does that mean? Whoa. I know Whoa. I knew a dude once who wrote a script <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, I got like three feather marks for it and I was like, Feather marks? And it's like there he's like, Yeah, that's the thing festivals award like uh really good like material and you're just like okay. All right, man. Yeah. One of the festivals was like Mexico City or something. And like not nothing against Mexico, but it was just like that was mailed in. And uh, the, you, probably, you probably had to pay to get enter into that. And they're like, all right, yeah, you can, you can take a feather mark, whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy, this uh, Bryn uh, Nemakiaco, uh mm-hmm. has got some, some, some sizzling takes. Sizzling hot? <laughs> the, the, the holdovers from 2023, half a star. If you find any of this entertaining or relatable, please kill yourself. This is a oh, lock wow. for best picture winner. Mm. <laughs> uh, and for poor things, holy one star. If you want to watch a toddler get fucked for three hours, check out this flaming hot piece of anti-feminist horseshit. A bad SNL joke bayoued by great props, good costuming, and middling acting. Directed like Tim Burton trying to rip off the worst Terry Gilliam movie for no good reason. Scott Pilgrim for autistic girls whose special interest is Sephora with hints of steampunk. Uh, yeah, uh, lots, they, lot, lots of lot, going after the the big uh, the mm-hmm. big boys. Yeah, but they just five starred uh, Saltburn also, and uh, yeah, not the case, my man. Mm-hmm. Not, not the case. Not the case. Uh, Zdekov, half a star, pretentious as fuck, snooze fest, and the ugliest music. Mm, well, you said you commented on that also. <laughs> uh, sorry, what was that sound? What was that once? Oh, interesting. interesting. I know you like that sound a lot. Uh, then we got a couple people. One star knew it wasn't my type right at the bat. Uh, barely watched it. The histrionic dialogue between the couple doesn't seem to connect oh, with or feel prescient enough to the working class melodrama taking place alongside it. This is from Oliver One Star. I also didn't really connect with the couple's marital strife or their conversations. 
The initial purity gave way to something quite stagnant, and by the midway point, I'd begun to feel nothing towards them. It felt almost as if it was communicating some incompatibility between dramatic and cinema verite that results in something quite pessimistic. But I think I'm probably getting the wrong end of the stick here. It just wasn't really for me. Still, both stories are beautifully filmed, and Varda's eye for landscape and architecture is very strong. The way the sea appears to disappear into the horizon is the closest the film comes to marrying its dueling methods. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. cut. Yeah. Bad haircut guy. Yeah. He cheated on her. Oh, yeah. At some point. Yeah. Um, this person just half starred Goodwill Hunting and Oppenheimer, which is, it's like, no, those aren't half stars. They're like ripping through Criterion movies, so maybe they'll catch up to us. Uh, they have one of those breakdowns of their ratings, and um, I don't like re- reading these because they're all stupid. But like, so a half a star is bad. One star. What do you think a one star would be then, Jared? If a half a star is bad, good. <laughs> one star, decent, worthwhile. Oh, like, what? <laughs> Two stars is strong. Three stars, very good. Four stars, fantastic. Five stars, incredible. What is a star rating? So one star is worthwhile to Oliver. So he's saying this movie is decent, worthwhile. Huh. Not Oliver Granger, but this guy also identifies as Ollie. So, you know, you know how that works. No, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Anyways. What about your weirdos? Uh, We got someone with a Skeletor avatar saying, I do not French New Wave. I'm sorry. I appreciate that a lot more than what all these other people are saying. Yeah, to the point. And Skeletor. Yeah. And it's Skeletor, yeah. Uh, they just four-starred a movie called All of Us Strangers, and their review was Gay Sixth Sense. That sounds kind of cool. Any final thoughts on the point court? Well, it's not the Gay Sixth Sense, I can tell you that much. What could be, though? Uh, whatever I mean, that, that, whatever that movie's called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, after the break, um, we're not dead cats. Things are looking up. Mm-hmm. No. And then what? I don't know. We're going to stay together after all. And then what? The movie ends. But we don't. But then we don't. Lazy yellow moon coming up tonight, shining through the trees. Crickets are singing and lightning bugs are floating on the breeze. Baby, get ready. RJ, if you woke up with this dude's haircut, what would you do? Well, some of the reviews suggested that this, these people do something very drastic. Um, I woke up with this haircut. You know what? I would appreciate myself for who I am. And I'd say, you know, it might not be the self-image I want, but I still feel good about who I am on the inside, Jared. Because mm, otherwise you have to shave your head and then you'll be doing stand-up. Real confrontational stuff. Shave my head, grow a beard, and then start talking about the good old days. 
Holy cow. Very grow tricky. A, grow a beard. Very, very tricky. I'm going to put this between Monsieur Houlet's uh, Holiday and uh, Le Million. How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds great. Well, Good stuff. Right, right where it belongs, in the French section, the bottom the, of the list. The, yeah. Well, you know what they say about the French. Oh, we? Oh, no. Uh, well, yeah, some people say that. Oh, he ho. You can email us at criterioncreeps at gmail.com and tell, ask us how we can polish up on our French accents. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Tumblr. sure thinking he's Barnloaf. You can Run read all threads. of RJ's poo takes. Uh, oh, yeah. He loves poop, folks. He loves poop. Prove it. Um, well, you can send him pics. Uh, if, no. Yeah. Yeah, send him to Jarrett Duncan at gmail.com. Well, as I noticed, uh, RJ won't get him if you send him to me, folks. No, that's my email is uh, Jarrett Duncan at uh, gmails.com. If, you, if you're having a hard time reaching RJ, let me know. We're on SoundCloud, mm. iTunes, Google Play. Good. Uh, good, good times. Interesting. Um, next week, RJ. <laughs> Agnes isn't done with us yet. Agnes Varda's Le Bonheur from 1965. One might say it's Le Boner, but I'm not Le sure. Le Boner? No. Interesting. Interesting. Indeed, 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 indeed. Hey, I, I forgot something now. Uh, mm. I, I might as well say it now. We're still recording. Yeah. Um, one, of our, still one of our Discordians uh, uh -oh. was asking about a, a review of mine from some time ago uh, about my screening of True Grit, RJ. Oh, okay. You're a big fan? Big fan. Well, my review uh, was about this time I saw it back in uh, December 25th. 2010. Mm. Only time I almost saw a fist fight in a theater and on Christmas Day as well. Oh, right, right. Yeah, uh, True Grit, the 2010 uh, Coen Brothers movie. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all I really remember at this point is this is, you know, the early days of smartphones and uh, pe people's behavior was uh, a little erratic, a little inconsiderate. People were just like, oh, I'm going to start looking at my phone in the dark theater. What could be wrong with that? So this person sitting in the front row of the two-tier yeah. theater uh, was just on their phone. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's really hard to not notice this as you're sitting further back. You're, you're like, that person's mm -hmm. on their phone again. And there was a man. Uh, probably, like, he had like a MMA practitioner body type. Mm -hmm. uh, and at one point... <laughs> He got up, but I think there was a prelude to this where there was like a turn off your phone. Yeah. And then the person turned off their phone. And then the phone came back out. Of course. Like they thought they thought, well, maybe they won't notice. But it's like, no, my friend, you're in a dark theater. They mm -hmm. can definitely see it. And there was another turn off your fucking phone. Mm -hmm. And then the phone stayed open. And this guy got up and he walked oh, yeah. all the way down the steps and went right in front of this guy and he had the finger out, the, the, the index finger gesticulating, turn your fucking phone off. And I was like, 
This is like the movie's playing. It's like halfway through the movie at some point. And I was like, oh. And that, that person put their phone away. Didn't reappear sure for did. the for the for the rest of the, the rest of the time. It's good. Good. Interesting. What yeah. a what a wild thing to have happened to you in such an important movie. Mm-hmm. True regret. Haven't yeah. seen it since. Well, how could you live up to that though? True. Uh I have a story of theater shenanigans but that's a story for a different day for a different day yeah if we ever talk about the yeah. fighter on the show i can tell you all about it the fighter well no. I, I i just talked about him well this was he, he was the hero mm-hmm. he was hero the hero protagonist yeah i definitely I, think, I remember at one point i did uh i think i sounded off on somebody uh what money ball you did yeah someone just wouldn't not stop talking like full full volume oh yeah i i don't know what i said but i I, it probably was like shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. in silence (laughs) and it was one of those things you're like oh am i am i gonna get beat up after (laughs) like i don't know who that was that wouldn't stop talking this could this could get weird but nope nothing came of it not yet (laughs) it's like yeah not yet it ticking down. When when did Moneyball come out? Uh, many years ago. Many years ago. But what would happen if that person was just kind of 20, biding their time? 2011. What do you think would happen if they were waiting, watching? You know what I mean? Mm. What would you do? What would you do? Are we but, about? I don't know. I'm just saying, what if that person was still coming to get you? In some me? Way? Yeah, yes. I'd be, I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That person was me, Jarrett, and I've been waiting. This whole podcast has been a farce. I've been waiting for you to bring the story up, and now, now that you know that you told me to shut up. It's all over, pal. Game over.